MJF. And you see, my jerk-off friend says he outsmarted us because he's much more intelligent than me. And he's right, I'm not smart at certain things. High school chemistry, I was terrible. My teacher even asked me after I failed another test, are you on dope? And we got outsmarted. Outsmarted by a man who can do everything. Except for apparently put on a spray tan. Because a few weeks ago, when he was in this ring, he was oranger than Cassidy with more streaks than the bottom of that toilet bowl that I shoved his face into last week. But here's the thing, MJF, you consider yourself to be a fine wine. You said you're gonna get better with age, but the problem is you don't wanna wait for the age. You want it now. You wanna be better than the goat now. You wanna be better than Chris Jericho now. Be better than that stupid Burberry scarf you've been wearing for a few years. It's tired, it's old, it's stale, and it sucks. Time to change it up. And besides, I was rocking the scarf gimmick five years ago, and if you're so much superior than me, why are you stealing my man? That's lame. But I got an old clipboard in the back. If you want to take that and add it to the list of gimmicks that you stole from Le Champion, go for it. Good shit. Late to every episode. Late so much, I'm going to have to buy you a pregnancy test. Bob Rude. <laughs> I want to be a podcaster. Yay! Because my name is Kenta. I'm going to call him Kenta. Dynamite drop in, Monty. That broadcasting school is really paying off for you. <laughs> That's a bold statement, Cotton. Oh my God, mine just stopped recording. No, we're good. We're still recording. What a dick. <laughs> I'd cease and desist me. I'd cease and desist me hard. I need a minute to recover off that. What kind of game is it? War games! Let a war! War game! You are impressionist. I have, yeah, I know. That's the only thing I've said in the last half hour. Bark, Bark like, like a, a dog. dog. <laughs> oh! Oh! Oh, jinx! Holy shit! How did that actually happen? Here we go. After two NXT takeovers, two years worth of Hall of Fame, and two WrestleManias, I can honestly say I'm getting too old for this shit. Welcome back. The Top of Wrestling Podcast is up and running, and we are just coming off the heels of WrestleMania 37. It was a long long several days with both takeover and wrestlemania and if you did again as i said the, the hall of fame or if you checked out some of the other events that went on this past weekend like blood sport john moxley losing to josh barnett a little throw out there if you haven't seen that one yet Bloodbath. but we welcome you back to the show as you know we always talk good wrestling and we like to talk good flicks last week if you didn't figure it out, you probably ate paint chips as a kid. It was Tommy Boy. Now, I'm not mocking you. No, just going with another quote from the movie. Hell of a show last week. I love that that's what we kicked off season three with. It was Tommy Boy. Let's see where we go for the rest of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't really get things going unless I bring them in. ODM. I'm going to die on a toilet, aren't I? 
God. Boom. Oh, my God. Jeez, that's off and running, man. Yeah, dude. Well, Elvis did. Oh, really? Right? Elvis did, too. So didn't he die in the toilet? Who? Oh, Elvis. Okay. El- yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? No, no. A little bit different. Little not bit what you're thinking. Different circumstances. Yeah. No, I don't think he had a countdown waiting for him. Do we go you on know, three? It was like three, two. <laughs> Is it three, two, one, then go? Or <laughs> on one? Grab the cat. Ah, <laughs> oh, you bastard. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Such a wait good a minute, one. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Oh, man. You said you were going to cut the blue one. Well, I meant to say red. <laughs> you did cut the red. <laughs> I meant blue. <laughs> Oh, man. You have the right to remain unconscious. Anything you say won't be much. So, man, how exhausted are you? As everyone knows, if you listen to the show, and when I say if you do, we both know, we all know that you're probably listening to it on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, Pandora, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where you all subscribe, like, and share. That being said, you all know that we record this Mondays, which is perfect we like to do it right after a pay-per-view you know works out great because pretty much every pay-per-view is sunday unless it's aew on a saturday so it works out great but now we we, we had both so tell me how you feeling man ultimately not too bad i um yeah i was definitely worn out by saturday and Sunday night, I was a little grumpy. Uh, I, I want to try not to go too much into uh, opinions. We're going to get there very shortly. But, yeah, man, it w- it was a marathon. You know, <laughs> if it, last year, I feel like last year, I feel like they split it up over two nights and it wasn't that bad. And I had taken the following because everything was pre-taped as well. Well, yeah, and <laughs> I had taken the I had taken the Monday off after previous. But, you know, prior to Corona, I'm like, shit, I'm going to take the day off. And then it's like, huh, I really didn't need to take the day off. But this year, I kind of wish I had taken the day off because, yeah, it was uh, four nights, five if you did SmackDown. I didn't. But uh, I did not do SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, no. And when I saw that, and, well, you know, spoiler, it, Jey Uso won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle <laughs> Royal. I go, okay. That's what right. I said. All right, but I was like, but come on, man. With everything that you had going on, you really couldn't have squeezed in Ziggler, Rude, and that, fa- that Fatal 4-Way that happened on SmackDown? Right. Could have, come on. You could have did a 10-minute worth match, and we would have been absolutely fine. We would have been like, well, they all got on the card. Good enough for us. Cheap win. Who cares? Anything would have been fine. We'll get into everything. We're going to talk TakeOver. We're going to talk uh, WrestleMania. And it's funny because when you really think about it, we don't have to you know, be like, this week's news. This is the news. I mean, come on. we The day that our show dropped last week was stand and deliver night one. <laughs> Which I got to be honest, NXT's shows, of course, they deliver. But did every match. Let's run down the card, man. How'd things go? Yeah, uh, uh, we know. Uh, all right, let's do it. All right, night okay, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, we'll try to recap our choices okay, here. Okay, 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 okay. They fuck you with the pay-per-views. Uh, all right. <laughs> First, you pay the fifty nine ninety nine, and it comes in, and then it goes off. You call the guy, and ring, 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 ring. They put you through to one guy. Yes, for the supervisor, and they fuck you. 
All right. All right. We'll recap our side. Sorry, man. Hey, anything you need, Leo gets. I gotcha. I can look at you. So uh, we'll go over our predictions as we do this. Uh, Pete Dunn ended up defeating Kushida. Wasn't a big surprise. Uh, I thought it's hard, right? It was the intro match. Uh, You know, it was probably it's the lower card. So they really didn't get as much time. They could have probably done more if they had more time. But ultimately, it was a solid match. Nothing wrong with it. See, I okay, so I, 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 you know, I always have my book, my trusty book that I always have been writing in since day one with us, but I was taking notes first before we even talk Dunn and Kushida. Can we please talk about a couple of things first? The skull entrance is sick, yup, yup, for each match. Having the names across the big border when when they're there, like when it said Champa Walter, and it was just yep. the black and white looking thing. I was like, "Oh my god!" That I was go, dope. "Why haven't we been doing this before? Exactly. This was great." But can we please talk about lead guitarist for Alice Cooper? We all know her. She brought Shinsuke Nakamura to the ring before. It's not her first rodeo with WWE or NXT. Nia Strauss giving probably one of my favorite versions of America the Beautiful ever. I mean, that was dope. It, it's funny. They don't ever do the National Anthem. It's always America the Beautiful. And I no, like that, that one was the Vince National Anthem. chooses that. That was the National Anthem. Wait, was that one the yeah, National Anthem? Yeah, that was the National Anthem. America the Beautiful was WrestleMania night one. That's WrestleMania. That's always yep. WrestleMania. I'm sorry. Um, Try to maintain oh your God. composure when you start talking about that one. No, dude, I actually <laughs> have it written here. Ready? <laughs> Nia fucking Strauss. <laughs> That's exactly how it's written. Um, but talking about Dunning Kushida, lots of submission. It was it was a what you expected back and forth match. I thought it was a great match to kick off all of WrestleMania week. I was like, okay, this sure. is a good way to get going. I'll take this because it's it's you knew you were gonna get a good match, and I'm like, this is what everybody wants, especially if this is the one that's also. Not just on Pekak. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Anyway, not just that, but you were also on USA Network. So they had to come out swinging because maybe you were going to get people to sign up for Pekak along the way. So, yeah, I, I thought Don and Kushida was just the right match to open up the entire week. Just wanted to note that, please. No, absolutely, and I and I know I sounded kind of somber about the whole thing. Uh, I guess my expectations are just too high. What can I say? Um, we both picked. No, but you had to set your expectations at a slow pace. Is the problem? You were like, I can't get burnt out at this point, oh, and that's kind of how yeah. I was. I was like, expect this match to be whatever it is. I'm like, but don't invest your soul into this match. Yeah. Like, there were some matches where you were like, oh, I, oh my god, I'm so into. Well, this. Again, yeah, sure. there was a couple of matches that had me really into it throughout the last you know several days this wasn't one of them this one was one of those where i'm like i'm just gonna take whatever it is and be okay with it yeah this is (laughs) this is a weird run of matches but uh we both had done in this match i don't think there was any disagreement there so pretty straightforward no uh, yeah no we did i was going to say i tried keeping tally and where I was right in one, you were right in another, and then we would tie on most. I think we pretty much tied throughout the entire I think it's week, pretty even, I think. yeah. That's yeah. that's kind of funny. Pretty even. But yeah, I, please, go on. All right, so the gauntlet match, uh, I actually was surprised that I got this one right. It was Bronson Reed 
I that's the one you got right that I wrote down. I go, and that one's for ODM. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because Bronson Reed actually did a lot of uh, a lot of camping on this one, which is weird. Uh, yeah. But I guess not, uh, given that he won. He'd have his like match with Gargano. Word. So uh, L.A. Knight had a very brief um, debut, I guess. Uh, Cameron Grimes had a good showing. Dexter Loomis left really early. Uh, Leon Ruff, I don't know why. they. I mean, I guess he was just a good ragdoll for the beginning of the match um, with Isaiah Swerve Scott. So it, it, it wasn't a bad match. You know, it it was solid. I'm glad that Bronson Reed went over. Um, you know, he he definitely looked good, uh, and we'll get to that for night two. Uh, but I mean, I think everybody played their part pretty well. Uh, you know, not much to report on that. Yeah, I mean, it it was what it was. What Bron Bronson Reed and Uncle Benny's four fathers, right? You had uh, Groucho, Harpo, Chico, and, and, fu- and Fucko. Fucko. <laughs> I knew what Not so happy when my wife finds out. Oh my god, that entire scene. What? It's fried what is, rice. What is that? You a plate. nut cup? Oh, you yeah. the fried rice. Oh man, I love how much they turn up. Your baby is yeah, having my, my baby. <laughs> oh, I thought you were No, I'm ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Wow, that's completely going to be lost in translation. <laughs> I All right, man, it's the dentist scene. Come on. <laughs> we might have to record just snippets just so you can get some of the non-verbal oh, oh, cues. All right, never mind, I can't. Yeah, that one would have been horrible. Yeah, anyway. yeah, no, we can we can blow past that one. Okay. Uh, all yeah, right. I, I, I look at you. Anyway, so on to the next match that I think stole the entire night. Oh, definitely. Hands down. Okay. Fuck, dude. D- tell me. This is one where I was invested. Mm-hmm. Were you invested? Oh, absolutely. Were you pulling for Champa to pull out the victory? Absolutely. Just to see it happen? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even if you even if you knew Walter was going over, mm-hmm. you were like, ooh, they may pull the trigger here. The multiple clothesline. Oh, that was so part. great. So great. Holy shit. I, I have written here. Cardio right now next to none. Yep. He dominated so much too in the early part of that match. Um breaking the table was so cool. I I nice little touch just going to show how hard of a chop that he gives. Dude, his chest looked like beat up chicken. Yep. That was Daniel Bryan yeah. style right there. Yeah. Oh. What are your thoughts on the Champa Walter? Brawl. Yeah, man. Uh, breaking. I'm the- sorry. I, I didn't say that right. Did, did I say it right, Walter? Volta. I forgot to back up. There. Right. Yeah, you can adjust that. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, the breaking the table spot was great because it factored into the rest of the night. He had a hard time chopping with his right hand, so he was doing all his chops with his left. So, and they hammered that point home. It's like it's it's still a thunderous chop, but it's not what his right hand is. Um. Uh, the power that Champa displayed. Uh, he's like another Cesaro. It's off the charts. Uh, Valter looks like a monster. If he went to WWE's main roster tomorrow, I'd say put the title on him tomorrow. Uh, I don't want him to go to the main roster. I want right. him on NXT, the you know the American <laughs> NXT full time. 
watch as we're recording this right now. He just showed up on Monday at Raw and just took Bobby Lashley's title. I or swear to God, I hope not. But no, it was fantastic. Now, you know, I saw a lot of hate for how the match ended. It definitely was. Oh, a, I love it. It was definitely an out of the ordinary ending. But the whole story was he hurt his hand. He couldn't give mm-hmm. that hard chop. And the way that that final sequence rolled out, it was Walter hit a couple power moves, and then he just gave everything he got with that right hand, and Ciampa went down. I mean, that's 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 storytelling right there. You don't see that shit all the time. Thank you. Okay, so I have a couple of, of uh, additional op- opinions to that. ROH used to be big about that, man. Go back and watch how... Uh, homicide beat Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson for the Ring of Honor title. It was with a lariat. You know what I mean? Like they would end on a clothesline or a hard chop. Nigel was known for it. You don't always have to have the quadruple power bomb into a moonsault, all that. You know what I mean? You don't need everything. That match, you're right. Storytelling and simple. In another part to that, it was not only the storytelling of his hand. It was also the storytelling of, let me say this right now, if I kick you lightly in the same spot in the leg over and over and over, you're going to fall. Mm-hmm. Champa had already taken a million of those chops and hits to the chest. Perfect storytelling is the last one he could take. You know what I mean? It, it, and one more thing I want to throw out there, that video package, I hadn't really been paying attention to um, NXT as hard as I, I could have before we came back into recording. We took a break. I wanted to take a break from things for a couple of minutes. The whole ripping the necklace of that his wife and kid gave him, Walter ripped off the, the Champa's necklace. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh motherfucker, I'm invested into this match now." I'm like, I thought it was just a yeah, Champa earned the spot. I go, "Oh, there's a story behind it too." I thought it was great, man. Overall, I mean, and there were some very questionable spots where I was like, oh, my God, Champa, don't hurt yourself again. Yeah. I'm like, anybody who's had neck surgery, I'm like, to me, I feel like it's just like on a haystack pin. You know what I mean? Like, very, very small. Like, it's going to fall. I don't want anybody to get hurt again, especially like that, especially watching Daniel Bryan and Edge in the main event. We're going to get to some of the things I couldn't tell if it was a sell or not. (laughs) But excellent match. Walter retains. Yeah, it, yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, there was one great spot. It, one of my favorites was a, uh, it was a German suplex. Champa was holding the ropes, and Walter kind of just, I think he smacked his arms and then just yanked him off mm-hmm. and just threw him back. Great, 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 great match. Um, yeah. Whew. Uh, next match again. You, you want to talk about going from one of the most invested matches on the card to one where I just was like, okay. Uh, and as expected, MSK uh, gets the titles, defeating Grizzled yeah. Young Vents and Logato Del Fantasmo. Um, it, I had it, a feeling a, this was just going to be a just not a spot fest. It was but a spot fest. A pretty scripted spot fest. Yep. And by that, I just mean it's just going to go spot for spot. As where Champa and Walter, they could have veered off to the the side of the road and did something different. Mm. You could tell the difference between a match like that where it's like, you know what, I'm also going to do that chair shot one more time or this thing one more time or whatever it is. This triple threat tag team match was 100% scripted, and that's why I was more of like, eh, yeah, yep, it's there. I'm going to see it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, yeah, again, we weren't really surprised with the outcome. Uh, however, yeah, no, we called it. Yeah, however, 
one I was surprised by the outcome was the main event for night one. Excuse me. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez is the new NXT Women's Champion. And this is where we evened out on the night because you called Bronson yep. Reed. I called Raquel. As soon as that happened, I, I you, myself, and Nightwing Analyst, who we're going to hear from a little bit later on today for the good shit, he, we all made a pact. Guys, off the grid. Several days. Let's not text each other. And, you know, we would lightly text things knowing maybe one person's there or not. And I was like, trying to inch like i was like hey man so what did you think of last night and you're like dude i had so much work and i'm like god damn it i'm like i need you to see that i was right about raquel (laughs) yeah yeah man uh fantastic match uh i thought it was solid awesome match yeah uh it's and it makes sense the only thing that doesn't make sense to me is just how they make decisions sometimes i just don't i mean i understand raquel's been you know this monstrous force uh, but she hasn't been, I don't know, man. It just seems weird to put the title on her and, you know, I'm happy for, her. uh, her reaction. You know, you could tell how, uh, you know, excited she was truly, you know, not kayfabe, but she was almost celebrating like a baby face kind of took me out of the moment a little bit. And you could tell that she was acting like one, uh, night two yep. of takeover yep. when they showed her in the crowd holding Hi, the title and she I'm was champion. just like it, <laughs> it was like when Ronda Rousey was supposed to be heel and just couldn't stop smiling yeah. but you know what else know, right? to me maybe we don't know this maybe Tuesday on Smackdown maybe Friday. Dakota Kai is like what's your deal why are you being what do you mean what Friday for Smackdown isn't NXT on Tuesday oh NXT okay yeah, that's what show Raquel's on. Yes. We're actually talking about NXT right now. Why don't you uh, cut your hair? Maybe you'll be able to hear some shit. Too old, too old for this shit. <laughs> that was a cheap one. Sorry. Weak. Uh, but mine wasn't. My, mine, was a, mine was a Leo Getz line yes. anyway. So, <laughs> no, uh, who knows? Maybe Dakota Kai's like, What's the deal with you being all smiley and shit? It's kind of like, remember when Randy Orton won the world title? He was a heel all the way up until he beat Chris Benoit, and then all of a sudden, everybody was like, all right, I'm behind Orton on this thing, and he was kicked out of Evolution because he was all babyface. It just, you know what I mean? Like, maybe that's where they're going with it. Maybe they're like, you know what? Go ahead, smile. Or she just couldn't hold it. Did You did see the pictures of uh, Sasha Banks not being able to hold her kayfabe, too. Yeah, I thought that was pretty great. We'll talk about that. Um, so, hey, end of night one. <clears throat> Overall, great pay-per-view uh, or show, whatever you want to call this one. Champa Walter definitely stole the show. They definitely were smart to put that triple threat tag team match where they did. Or else people, w- if they put Walter and Champa right before Shirai oh, and Gonzalez, oh. no one would have cared nope. about that last match. You had to cool people down that was the correct way to do it. So, yeah, man, night two. <laughs> okay, I got to talk about this one. All right, man, I took notes. It made me laugh when they go, ladies and gentlemen, Grammy-nominated Poppy. I go, nominated. Nom- oh, Jesus, here we go. I'm like. She's done a few takeover songs. There's one that I really, really like. The thing is, I've listened to her stuff. Oh, God, it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, well, so at first, that's my point. 
is I actually had, well, that's kind of funny. I wrote weird. So she's singing Sand Deliver. It's nice and soft at first. And then all of a sudden it goes death metal. And I literally I go, what the fuck is going on right now? But I was also marking out. I go, oh, I am excited for night two. It was cool. It, it, I liked it. Um, maybe I just didn't remember them doing other takeover ones. But I'll, I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you memorable. my favorite video. Yeah, she's. Uh, yeah, she's got some. Like I said, some of them are good. She used to be like super poppy, and then she does like this death metal pop crossover shit. It's weird. It's just weird. You ever heard of the band uh, In the Moment? Nah. Or it's In the Moment or In This Moment. They have it's it's this chick singer, but it's like very very. Right, death metal, and she reminded me of it, and I was like, "Well, it's not bad." Like I said, it got me excited, and I go, "You'll never see this on a main card." Vince would never let that go on his pay per view. That's all Triple H, but that's that's what I like about it. I said to myself, "I go, man, good for Triple H and doing this because he's giving indies or you know semi known people or even big known people, whatever the case is. I mean, Neil Strauss is pretty fucking big, Um, but." He's making the right call where it's like people don't want to listen to this. They want to listen. To, they want to he, they want to get pumped up before this show. Yep. And it, Vince is just like, who was on the billboard the last three years? Flo- Florida? I'll take him. All right. Let's talk about night two. All right. Uh, started with the cruiserweight ladder match. Santa. It was Flo Rida. Yeah, I, I can look at you. <laughs> <laughs> right, cruiserweight ladder match. Santos Escobar defeated Jordan Devlin. Um, it was just weird seeing him carry the two belts. I mean, I get the idea. He, you know, Jordan Devlin never lost the title, and Santos is the current champion. Um, it just was weird. Uh, and Santos, while it was, it it was very. In, remember who introduced the ladder? Michaels. Very reminiscent of WrestleMania ten. Right. You had two Intercontinental titles, right? right? There's only going to be one at the end of the day. It was probably just for that night or whatever. Um, didn't we both pick Devlin to win this? No, I picked Santos. Oh, did yeah. you? Okay. Yeah, I that was a shock to me. I didn't expect it. It was kind of a slow, weird ending, though. Yeah. But the match, I thought, was it was decent for a ladder match. And then, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Legado del Fantasmo got involved, which was... Uh, you knew it was going to happen. Absolutely. That's why they're there. Had a celebration with his son on the ramp afterwards. Uh, let him hold the title. That, that I thought that was, was cool. touching, to be honest yep. with you. I was like. Which is weird because he's kind of oh, supposed oh, to be the he heel. He got me. Right. Well, apparently that's all out the window. <laughs> Go ahead, Raquel. Everybody, just fucking bring your mom and grandma. Who There's gives a been shit? A Everybody. There's a lot of weird <laughs> shit this weekend. We're, we're going to slowly touch on it. Like I said, the, the Walter Champa ending with the chop, I think a lot more people were complaining and again, it was out of the ordinary, but to me, it was a good out of the ordinary. Um, this this babyface behavior from Raquel and Santos after the matches was, I get it. It was a lot of high, and they actually had real fans in the crowd too. So, you know that you know it did make a difference. I do miss. Yeah, I do miss I, um... live NXT crowds. They're the per. They used to be the perfect size. They blacked out the crowd, so you really yeah. didn't see them that much, but you heard them. Loved it. Speaking of blacked out, before I forget it, man, they kind of did that at WrestleMania, too. It was like the crowd was like kind of blacked out looking, yeah. and all you could see was like the WrestleMania logo, but you could hear them, and I was like, 
what is Vince embarrassed that everybody's gonna have to wear masks or something? What the fuck? Let them be seen. No, it's probably but one more thing I do gotta say. Every seat packed. He doesn't want it to look. Like oh, that's house. probably too, and it probably looked too bare. Yeah. <laughs> Throw a tarp over him. <laughs> um, did I? Uh, is it me? Or were chants kind of hard to hear with NXT because you have to wear face masks? Because no. some of them were so muffled. I go, some of them I go, eh? <laughs> what? Come again? I really was having trouble hearing a couple of them. Yeah, it's just me, maybe. I don't know. I'm going deaf. Yeah, I don't know, man. maybe. Huh. I was also looking at a, uh, looking at some of this on my phone, you know, with a telescope big enough to see Venus, but uh, all I could see was Uranus. Nope. That's very thin. All right. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. All right, man, let's move on. Uh, The women's tag team, uh, we had The Way, and they lost, which I think, did we say Ember and Shots? No, we said Ember and Shots. Because they just got the titles. And it was either on this night or the next night, uh, I believe that Shotzi announced that her her dad was in a coma. I think it was, uh, no, his dad passed away. Her dad passed away. Passed away. Yeah. Okay, I think he was in a coma and then yeah. passed away. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, I believe it was. And then also, the Papa night. Hardy passed away. Yep. Uh, I think night one of WrestleMania. Yep. Way to bring the show down. <laughs> well, they always say it happens hey. in threes. Hey, look, friend, just so cut who's the, next? Just cut the shit. Now we both know why I was transferred. Everybody thinks I'm suicidal, in which case I'm fucked, and nobody wants to work with me. Or they think I'm faking and draw a psycho pension, in which case I'm fucked, and nobody wants to work with me. Basically, I'm fucked. Shoehorn that God one. God hates me. Hate him back. It works for me. <laughs> kind of pissed. I wanted to use that one, but you know where I was going. I, that's one of my favorite lines of all time. Hate him back. It works for me. That and I'm not going to lie. I'm not even going to bother trying to shoehorn it in because it'll take forever for me to figure out a good spot for it. I'll just tell you one of my favorite lines of all the time is, uh, hang on, it's the... I'm only smoking to take my mind off of my dog biscuit problem. Every time I go to lick my balls, I fall off the couch. <laughs> that is a good one. I'm not going to lie. I've used that lick the balls line in my life multiple times. There you go. Life lessons from the professor. Sorry. Go ahead. That shows you how much hey, I Hey, you said I brought the show down. I brought it back up <laughs> with dog ball licking. I think this on. just shows you how much we really, you know, cared about this match. Uh, not to say anything about the competitors. This ultimately, meh. Yeah, Manos. Hey, let me tell you something else, by the way. Speaking of uh, that, you know who I really want to be? I want to be a cop. Let me say. Let me say why. You could just walk up to a restaurant and go, hey, man, you mind if I just get on this grower here and make myself a burger? All right. Oh, <laughs> here, you chew this onion while I make this. <laughs> hey, Eddie, you mind what you? It's just. Then he shoots the kid. I know that kid. It's my son's friend. How oh, Jesus. I... You just wanted to sing. Say <laughs> There's the third. Today. There's the third death. <laughs> Wow. Terrifying lows, dizzying highs, and dead stops. That's what you get with the top of wrestling. This show is sponsored by Chicken Okay, man, please go on. I'm sorry. I was just more happy that... No, let's get it out now because the next match is something that we're going to have to focus on. Because... No, we are focused. You want to talk about storytelling? 
I can see why people may not like this match. I loved every minute of it. Finn Balor is the man. Storytelling. Oh, you skipped. You skipped. No, I didn't. Gargano and Bronson Reed? No, Karrion Cross and Oh, that's right. I did. I have them in the wrong order. Fuck. All right, well, let's talk about Johnny Gargano. Because when you Bronson said Reed. this match, storytelling, I'm like, this match was all right. I'm like, and Gargano won. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, this is I have them in the wrong order. Leave me alone. All right. Anyway, yeah, Bronson Reed lost to Johnny Gargano. We both had uh all right, Gargano now let's move on to Killer title. Cross or, or Carrying oh, Cross. No, no, no. All right. All right. So Johnny Gargano drops uh didn't drop the title. We both thought he would. Um yeah. it's disappointing, but I understand it. Uh this was a showcase match for Bronson Reed. Uh and I think he looked great. So you know. So now let's move on, yes, from everything that you just said, the storytelling, yada 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 yada. Let's talk a little bit first about entrances. Love that Cross is in black and white. Still, just it's just so cool. Yeah. But both guys getting the dun 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 yeah. dun 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 dun. I love I that. That brings me back to like you see Michaels walking backstage, heading into the arena before facing Taker and Hell in a Cell. Like that's what that reminds me of. That sound, and they used to do that only so often um, on their pay per views, but. Then Finn's entrance that was dull. Takeover pictures. Everybody that he's facing. You saw Dragonoff, Samoa, Joe, everybody. You know what? I spent the first couple minutes of the match trying to figure something out. It bothered me because they put stats up, which I was like, you took something from AEW. You guys never put stats up, and now all of a sudden you guys are putting up stats. But, okay. Who was Finn Baylor's loss at Takeover? They said he's 14 and 1 and I spent like the first couple minutes of the match and I go I got to stop thinking about this and I haven't gone back and t- right now it's just coming to my Small mind. Joe. I still don't know who his loss was. Was it, did he lose to Samoa Pretty Joe? Sure Cuz they the said he's him, never man. lost. They said he's never lost his title though at a takeover. He lost his title uh on an NXT TV oh. or a house show one time as well. Cuz remember they did a couple okay. of house show switches. With Nakamura, Joe, Baylor, things like that. But I just couldn't think of who his one loss was. Anyway, whoever's listening, email us. Let us know. (laughs) But you want to talk storytelling? My favorite first part of the entire match is Cross cannot get himself pissed off. And that's what Baylor's trying to play on is his emotions. Baylor keeps smiling and laughing. I was, I literally was smiling because he was smiling. I go, oh, this is cool. This is some like mind game shit. I'm in. That little bit of blood paint looking thing across his chest was was just cool. Looking. Do you know why he did that? But the whole. So he well so it, probably because he couldn't do. He's not doing the demon. Well, no, I, he wants to be the prince. So right. So on his tinatron, it says prince, but the C has an X through it. Right. So that's the thing, you know, he so it's an X, but he put it on the same shoulder that cross injured. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't catch that, but what was cool though, cause it looked like blood was on the hands of cross yeah, and face on his too. wrist uh, tape and shit. Yeah. It was just cool. It just added to it. What I loved was you see Scarlet was like, trying to keep him chill all that stuff and then all of a sudden she was like now 
And he went to fucking work in the back of the net, just hitting those. I thought there was going to be a ref stoppage. They did it with Owens and Zane once for the title. Yeah. I go, oh, my God, are they going to do this here? And I would have been totally fine if he knocked Baylor out. But he still got up, finished the match and whatever. And, and they, But Cross won. Wasn't surprised. I, I, But I think – I don't know. I just don't – where does Finn go from here? The way they, they did that takeover-looking thing, I'm like, is he going back up to main roster? Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I hope he stays in NXT. He can he can work with anybody, make anybody look like a million bucks. I I think I mean you you nailed it. That's exactly where I was going to go before I got the the order wrong. Was the way this match proceeded? It was Balor being smarter, maybe not bigger, yeah. maybe not stronger, but certainly more strong or, or smarter. Uh. Cross couldn't get his bearings. Psychological, man. He, he, it was, yeah, he got it was pissed awesome. off. He, he just couldn't get it together. The problem was, and, and this is where the good storytelling comes in, is that eventually pissing Cross off wasn't going to work. It Cross just found his opening, and once he got his opening, that was it. And you want to talk about another match that just ended weird at least out of the ordinary it was just one final forum to the back of the head and balor just collapses and that's that it, it was it was fantastic i liked it don't make a match predictable mm-hmm. i don't need you know what's funny is that they people regard the john cena rock Two, the twice in a lifetime match they're like oh such a great uh, WrestleMania match, it was like 15 minutes worth of people's elbow, rock bottoms, AA. It was just the same things over and over. It was just finisher after finisher after finisher. Catch me off guard. Cat, I like a good roll-up. Catch me with that. I'm happy as shit. Yeah. I like that Walter ended with a clothesline. I like that this one ended with a forearm. I don't want to know when, the, when that ref's going to hit three. That's my point. Right. I thought, yeah, so... The whole match was great and well placed. Smart man, you guys know you you know that Baylor and Cross were in the back. They're like, yeah, they're playing with chains out there and stuff. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's no, get to this. We're good. This we're good. We're, we're going on before this. <laughs> and let's just go ahead. Oh, oh, oh no. and I actually wrote um, for the Baylor Cross the selling at the very end. He sold, man, very well. It, all of it was just perfect. It was fan- and it- so did Cross. Cross was it was still selling while holding the title. Yep. I think it's it's it, it was a great uh NXT title match. One I haven't seen like that in a while. Absolutely. Like where was a hard hitting one like that? There there is one thing I want to bring up and I don't, I'm surprised you didn't take any notes on this or perhaps you didn't see it. I don't know. Uh, you know, Karrion Cross's entrance is great. Uh, it ends with uh, Cross standing in the middle of the ring, and Scarlet ends up like crawling through his legs and kind of kneeling in front of him. And, yeah, easy guy. And she, kids listen to the show. <laughs> no, they don't, and they shouldn't if they do. <laughs> no, they don't. No one listens to this show. <laughs> so she crawls through his legs, and you know she kneels up and she kind of puts her arms up and oh, dip your titty. She literally like <laughs> reaches into her corset and adjusts herself, and she's like, "Oh shit, oh dip your titty." I and, missed it, and like lit on camera on the hard cam that's close up. She just straight up just reaches in, just and then she's like back to her pose. Did you see that there was another nip slip this weekend? We're gonna get there. 
Oh We're yeah, lots to say about that's Dana two Brooke. titties. I I used to have two. Now I got four. That's multiplication. All right. Can you name that one? It's not today's movie, but can you name that? I no. Nutty Professor. Oh yeah, okay. That's probably why. When Eddie Murphy gets really skinny then, and yeah. Jada Pickett-Smith gets pissed off and leaves, and he goes, that's all right, and he has two girls. He goes, I used to have two titties, now I got four. That's multiplication. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm letting you take this. Uh, what, what? Oh, man. All right. I have seen this match in PWG. I have seen it in Ring of Honor, and now seeing it in multiple times, by the way, in Ring of Honor. Right. But now seeing it, in NXT, they are the they are the next version of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. They're not going to have a bad match with each other, and it's just a long time friendship. They're probably going to be friends again in the future, and then they're going to fight again, probably on the main roster. Um, my God, let's see where, where do I have? Uh, first of all, video package was awesome. It was off the charts. I like that Kyle. O- Oh yeah, I I love that. In like you always say, and I'm going to take it your your quote: second to none, production second to none. I mean, they they the video package just had me into it. The rain effects um, when he kicked Balor and kicked they they they, they like superimposed like rain. And it was great, dude. That was dope. I loved it. Um, I like Kyle O'Reilly's song, and I like that he's he still rocks out on the way to the ring. Yeah. Um, but I like that he's got this punk style going now all of a sudden. Um, the match was a slow build. It was. I was like, all right, all right. It was It was a slow build, but it was smart because I think it went like 40-something minutes altogether. It was long. It went Entrances long. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Great use of the chain. I... The clothesline part got me. I was like, Whoa. that was when he pulled it. I was holding his ear. Yeah, nasty. Yeah, when Kyle was holding his ear, I go, God damn, I think that's real. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell. I'm like, because there's no way to fake that part. And then I sat there for like three minutes of the match. I go, I gotta stop thinking, man. I, you ever start like you're literally watching something, but you're actually not seeing mm-hmm. it because you're thinking of something in your right. head. I started going. How fake could this chain be? Maybe it has the sound effects. Maybe it's like a giant plastic one. And she, I'm literally thinking of all this in my head. I go, because there's got to be a way that he could run right into that and not fucking die. It's like the because the impact he hit that. He's chain. a professional. That's hard. Knows yeah, what man. He's doing. The use of wrapping it around his leg. It's oh my god. I love when wrestlers have to tie things on the spot or wrap themselves with something. You always like John Cena was notorious. He'd wrap his whole arm in the chain and it would just slip down to his wrist and then all it would be was just the punch and i'm like so thanks for spending 30 seconds of making us watch you rap that for no reason always makes me go back to when macho man tried tying crush upside down at wrestlemania 10 he tried for like three minutes and the knot gave way and crush still just went right down to the ground no problem and he was like well i'm gonna go to the ring now anyway the this i thought they actually he was smart they had the clip on that that's what i'm getting to is they had the clip because it worked really well in the very end for him to do that final blow with the upside down chair with a knee wrapped in chain uh did i get oh god oh my god let's talk about you know look at man nxt you're first of all are they forbidden or not are they are they exempt from the uh leg slap thing 
Yeah, apparently they they showed up. Kyle O'Reilly, I mean, not Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, Adam Cole blatantly, blatantly. They both did. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. No, Cole. It was no. I, I. No, Cole was really blatant. I was like, Jesus, dude. I'm like, cause the sound. I go, where'd that come from? And then they show the replay. I go, that's where it came from. <laughs> yeah, right, right there. There it is. Um. I loved that Cole knocked out the ref and then needed him and goes, what are you, stupid? Yeah, what are you, so stupid? Great. <laughs> so great. But, look, man, in NXT, one thing that is necessary is if you're going to take a move, you have to sell. And I'd fire that table because he didn't sell for shit. Eesh. When they tried doing that table spot, that table looked like it was... 17 stacks of plywood on top of each other. You know what I mean? Like, like it was just poof. Not one bit Nasty. of give, not even a dent in yeah. the table. I go, what Somebody's the fuck getting fired just for happened? that one. It looked like it hurt bad. Yep. There's no way that, because you're expecting your body to go down, not to go back up. Exactly. It, the There's supposed to be break, give. There's a, a little bit of physics, you know, that all that energy has to be dispersed and breaking the table disperses that energy. When it doesn't give, yep. that energy just stays in your body. <laughs> causes mm-hmm. a little bit of damage. That's why I was surprised they both could even move after it. I yep. go, Oh, that doesn't that, that didn't look like it was supposed to happen. Um going through the ramp, that I go, was awesome. Oh, here we go. It was cool, but then I go, here we go. They're gonna do it a double or like a draw or some uh, shit. All of a sudden he comes out and then he starts kicking the side. That of the thing. I go, the oh, best. this motherfucker's still going. Yep, he ripped the hole and in the side. Yep. Kyle had a very real scar on his back from that ramp. Yep. Unless they branded him with two equally like chain looking spots underneath afterwards. That was real. That looked nasty. Kyle rightfully gets the win. I know I just went through everything, saying all of it, but my God, what what are the? Do you want to know? It was the for me, match of the whole weekend, all of it. I thought. Yeah, at first I'm with you. It was a slow start, like to the point where I'm like, oh, this is kind of boring. I don't feel like this is going anywhere. And then at the end, it was just like, all right, we're pulling everything out. We're not gonna we're not gonna quit. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was hilarious. The, the chair that was used in that last spot. Uh, you could see it placed early in the match. Right at the beginning of the match, Cole lifts up the apron and he starts pulling chairs out, right? And he's got one stack of chairs and he's pulling them out. And then he stops and he goes to a pile to the left. Even though there's still more piles in that chair, he grabs that chair and he slides it right into the corner, like dead in the corner. Nah. If you watch it through the match, you can follow that chair's journey. Now, and, yeah, it's... Yeah. A- it's just a thing That's that I know. I always like to go back and see those. Because when I watched, it, no, I it's I, yeah. When I watched it, I saw him do it. I'm like, that chair is is gimmicked and it's getting used for a specific purpose later. Like I can't wait. And the whole match, I was thinking about. I'm like, fuck. When are they going to use that gimmick chair? You know. Yep. So. Oh, it was uh, it was a fantastic match. It was what I expected out of them. Um, I went so I texted you as the second match got started of night one. I said. Do me a favor, rank everything over the next couple of days and, and maybe get an order of what you think between NXT to WrestleMania, what you think is the very best. So I had to start thinking to myself, I'm like, well, I don't want to be like, you know, Uncle Dave, but 
I may have to start doing a little bit of a ranking system here. So I had to start ranking matches, mm-hmm. and Champa and Walter got f- four point five out of five. I gave this a five. Only match of the entire weekend that I gave it a full five. I gave Cross and Baylor four point five out of five. Didn't give them a full five. I thought just maybe it was just the shock and awe of some of the things and spots that they did, but I don't know. Maybe I'm an Adam Cole mark. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I know you like them. I but, mean, like for me, I'm a Finn Balor mark. I mean, I would give that one a five, and I true. would give Walter a five. Uh, this one, uh, maybe a four and a half, just because again, it's length. I think the I was other being two did more. I was trying to be stingy. I was trying to be stingy and handing out five. Sure, this is my I, I could give you three. Know what five I mean, I was right like, there. I don't want to hand yeah, it out. I understand. Um, but overall, NXT, no pun intended, they stood and delivered for real. They literally gave WWE WrestleMania a run for their money. They said, "All right, follow that. <laughs> Good luck." Well, right, let's talk about WrestleMania. Here, here's the thing about WrestleMania Night One. It did not matter who was going to come through the curtain first. They were going to go nuts. And I was like, man, what's he? And they go, the chairman of, they go, motherfucker, of course you're going to be the first fucking song to play. Are you shitting me? They didn't even play his music, I don't though. know why. No, I know. But it was just like, I was like, are you for real? The very first introduction of anything, anyone, you? Naturally. Anyway, I'm all right with it. But it was cool because the whole, I love that it wasn't just who was there for night one, man. Reigns, Edge, everybody, they're all on stage for night one right there. Everybody was there together, and it was cool. Um, and I got I to gotta write this down first. We had the, that was that National Anthem on that one. America the Beautiful. Keep your composure with this one. I don't know. Who... Keep your composure. Well, come on, man. <laughs> when I what? saw this See, lady, now, my... when I saw her, I go, he's going to mark out when he starts talking about this. I'm like, he's going to lose his shit, <laughs> and he's going to have thoughts, and he's going to speak on those thoughts. I'm like, I'm going to have to reel this motherfucker in. Well, first of all, <laughs> let's really think about what you just said. <laughs> I said, so we start with America the Beautiful. Compose yourself. That means that you need to be composed, bro. Let me say that, first of all. Oh, dip your Second of all, excellent, excellent voice. She, I, I, I actually, for someone I've never seen, I thought it was, hang on. There's been some people that do the, and I know it's not the national anthem, but I'm just doing that. The, yeah, right. the inflection. <laughs> okay, Krusty the Clown. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of last week's show, <laughs> the shinning <laughs> that was stuck in my head all week. <laughs> Careful, you want to get sued? <laughs> um. But then, I mean, her vocals, I mean, just both of them. I mean, I mean, or, uh, all of it, it. So, man, the first match didn't even get to take 
what? Why are you shaking your head, bro? Again, you so said compose yourself. You had to start to tell yourself to compose so yourself. Listen, I, you ain't trying to compose me. You're trying to compose yourself. I'm not yourself. even in the front. I actually checked out because, you know, WWE tagged uh, the artist in their post. So I went to the artist's Facebook page uh, and saw there's a that she had. And you sent her my her. number? <laughs> yeah, I'll get right on that. <laughs> um. Tell her my name is Leo yeah. Getz. Anything you need, uh, Leo Getz. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> definitely be sure to tell her that. Um, okay, a, okay, 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 okay. She had a, a, one of her music videos on there. Uh, you ever watch Blade? Wesley Snipes, Blade? Uh, Wesley Snipes, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So the intro, the the intro scene, you know, they go to this rave, right? It's like this industrial complex. And then all of a sudden the lights start going out mm-hmm. and the, the sprinklers start going off, but it's blood. Right. That's what her video yep. was. It was basically a recreation of that scene from Blade. It was interesting. I like it. All right. Let's All right. On. No more thoughts for today. Hey, uh, hey yo, <laughs> compose yourself. Okay, ODM, compose yourself. Now, why don't you tell me how excited were you? You're like, all right, here it is. WrestleMania. Let's get going, baby. Match one. Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and we are on a rain yeah. delay. How awesome was that? But, and I mean that. Yeah. How awesome was it? Go ahead. Tell me your thoughts yeah. on that. We texted. Yeah, you know, you're talking about, uh, you know, taking a, a bad thing and making a good thing out of it. You know, was it making a lemonade out of lemons? They, they, I think it's a lemonade. Yeah. Uh, Oh, well, yeah. Lamb and tuna fish. So they went backstage and they started doing interviews with people. And it was great because one, they weren't overly scripted because it wasn't planned. So you got more natural reactions and emotion out of people and bullet points at best. Like, Hey, touch on this, this, and this, and that's it. But it was very natural. Or if at all. And I mean that because some of it was hard to tell if it would have been scripted. I thought it was all awesome. Yeah, it was off the cuff. It all seemed off the cuff. And everybody was so amped. One of the things about WrestleMania this year was seeing wrestlers come out and looking at the crowd and just like almost losing their Appreciating shit. the fans. Everybody did it. It was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, Orton. Orton. Orton was like pointing, like yeah, goosebumps. Yep. He kept like touching his arms. I was like, "Damn, yeah. Mister All White." By the way, I know that was weird. It was really weird. I know, and Vince isn't a fan of it because people accidentally poo themselves yeah. in the ring. The last thing you want to be doing is wearing white. Let's just ask Maria Menounos going back to WrestleMania like twenty seven. I spent that entire women's match going, "She shit herself," <laughs> but it was makeup from another girl. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Um, but the MVP and Lashley promo, Lashley looked amped, but pissed And I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it was either Samoa Joe or Michael Cole touched on it. They said, these guys are like, they were ready to go out the curtain. They're ready to go. And now you're making them chill. Like they were heated up, ready to go. And now they got to chill. And I'm like, so he's got to keep that going. Drew, I, was that real? Did he almost really cry? Oh, yeah. Like, the way that it, mm-hmm. he goes. I think so. She went to cut him off. He goes, uh, hang on, I can't. Like I, He had to hold back tears because last year winning a title in front of no one, and now there is a small possibility at this point. What if the event's about to get canceled? You're about to have your championship match, and you still can't get in front of fans. That was real. That was. That's why the, those were the best fucking interviews. Yep. 
WWE's had in a long time. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, and, and a solid match to start. Uh, you know, on the pre-show, Booker T said, I think Lashley's going to dominate Drew, and that's pretty much what happened. Okay, I, it took me by surprise. Hell yeah. Um, you're going to be surprised when I say this to you, by the way. This gives Bret and Owen a run for its money. I don't mean it's as great a, a technical master class of a match in, or anything on that standards. I'm saying opening up a WrestleMania, that was really good. It was a really good match. And one that took me by surprise. When Drew didn't respond, I go, I what? Did. Wow. And I, I, do you remember watching when, uh, the, when Undertaker lost the streak? You know, obviously you have the one guy in yeah. the crowd with the guy, big stunned guys, yep. eyes. But then they show you the one kid. He goes, wow. <laughs> like he claps his hand and says, says, wow. I go, that's what I did right after Drew and uh, Bobby. I go, wow, you got me. I go, way to get the, the whole day going, man. I'm like. And I'm not All even right, pissed. I'm, in. I'm not even pissed. I wanted Drew to have his no, moment. No, that was my point. Lashley go, is Lashley's the man. He should hold that title for quite some time. It proved that they it wasn't just a transition just to make WrestleMania be a big thing with the win. I said to my wife, I go, yeah, they're putting that match first because, you know, he won the title last year. He didn't get it to do it in front of fans. He doesn't have the title now. He's probably going to just win the title now. They get a big pop in the very beginning yep, of the night. That's my thought. Nope. <laughs> or in the words of Dean Ambrose, nope. <laughs> Are you working with CM Punk? Nope. Uh, up next was the women's tag team turmoil match that I actually was surprised was good. It was pretty good. And you know why? Well, hang on, hang on. I'm not saying it was. No, okay. I'm not saying it was Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley or something like that or like a, a a a great wrestling match. I'm saying it surprised me that it was good. Maybe I was already too giggly with the fact that <laughs> Mandy Rose slid down that fucking ramp on her ass. When it happened, I go, oh, that had to hurt. Oh, my God. She tried stopping herself. There's pictures online. There's a video. But there's a picture of her where she looks like... Man, I don't know. She's at like 90 degrees. Like her feet are still on the ground, but her head is like almost like backwards. Like she was gone, dude. Yeah, it was, and it wasn't even as good. It, and it, then, it was an awkward thing because it wasn't like Titus where they laughed and they replayed it and replayed it. This was a, <laughs> oh, God, that's awkward. And <laughs> Actually, you know what? I gave credit to Cole. He goes, man, you know what, guys? It's slippery out here. He goes, it's been raining. And I was like, cool. That's cool because... Shane may die later. That's a good point. We may want to say things are wet now. Let's get that out of the way. Let's start talking about how things are a little moist. <laughs> you know, it, it, it was all right. So, but that wasn't even the worst thing for, that happened to that team. Well, so uh, apparently well, Dana Brooke has a tattoo on her ass. Did you know that? No, it I did barely not know that. Shows, so, you know, she had those really dark, you know, she was, you know, they typically wear like a. a it's in the shape of Whistler's mother. I, oh, that's not this week. <laughs> You had to take it off with a cheese grater. <laughs> oh boy! Sorry. Yeah, apparently, uh, it, but yeah, wasn't the first. Uh, it's the set. You know, the second order of malfunction since uh, WrestleMania week started. What was the first? Scarlet, oh yeah, yeah, Scarlet. Yeah, duh. 
Um, yeah, no, apparently Mandy, or not Mandy, uh, Dana Brooks was just kind of, not all of it. I remember her, half. A I, I don't know, like, if the cutout was so good that I didn't realize it, because I did see her adjusting herself at one point, but I didn't see anything before that. <laughs> when you started that sentence, I go, where the fuck is he landing? Because <laughs> you go, you know... I, I at first I was wondering how fast that cutout was. I was like, because you're like, because I am really <laughs> looking. <laughs> I've watched it back eighty times. Hey, you can hardly see the nipple, and these guys are really looking. <laughs> Throwback. Close oh, as a lingerie shop uh, without a front window. <laughs> took us. Took That's a second. the dog scene, took isn't a second. it? It did. Yeah. What, what's her name? Re, uh, Renee Russo. Rena, God, yeah, I like awesome. her. She's always been, I did, but she's like perfect for action movies too. Oh, yeah. So anyway, I, uh, I didn't think Tamina and Natty were gonna win this. Did, were you like me? Were you still waiting on someone else I to was. come out? You're like, there's got to be another I it was team. Be like what fuck? I mean, he's got to be same. Thought it was gonna be or Bailey and Becky. Um. I thought that the Riot Squad had an awesome run. Yeah. I was actually happy with it. I thought it was really deserved. And you can see Liv was just ear to ear. And I told you I'm a Liv Mark. I'm a Ruby Mark, too, man. Both of them, I think, are um, can be untapped potential with time. I think that, you know, it's not right now. They have to be champs necessarily. But, again, I didn't see Natty and Tamina winning, but then I was starting to think about it. I go, kind of a legacy thing here, though. You know, both of them having their fathers. Okay, cool. All right, I'm in. I'm in. So, we'll see what happens night two. And then we already knew what was going to steal the show for night one of WrestleMania. First of all, listening back to last week's show, what did I say? Almost. I'm almost not going to watch this show. This looks really bad. I'm going to go on record right now and say this. Right now, night one was better than night two of WrestleMania. Yep. I'm just automatically yep. going to say that right and now. And we didn't okay, think cool. that was going to be the All case. Right. I was more excited for night two. It, I literally was like, maybe I'm just giddy because there's fans. I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Why right. am I liking this so much? But we'll get into that. But Cesaro and Rollins put on uh, the classic. God, we it could have been were 10 going minutes to. longer and I would have been fine with it. Five at five. best. I, I think we kept going to the well too many times on the swing. I'm just yeah, not a fan sure. of it. But yeah, then the... he said, screw that. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do the UFO instead. And I dope. was like, oh, dope. Dude, spinning around with not even holding the guy. That was cool. I don't even know how you do that without getting sick, by the way. If I spun around three times right now, freak. there's a good chance I'm falling over or throwing up. Or both. Um, But good storytelling the, like I said, the, the swing was a little too much for me, but the corkscrew splash where he jumps in the air, does a 360 and lands regular frog splash kind of looking thing. You know what I mean? Like does that in the air. I've never, I don't think I've ever uh, seen I don't think do that so either. They, they go Rollins going back into his old playbook. And I go, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Maybe they were talking ring of honor. Yeah. Could be. Um, cause by the way, Samoa Joe was on night one of commentary not night two, and from what we heard or what I've seen today, he is still a part of the WWE roster, but he's no longer on the announced team. From what I read is that he's had 
he's been on like a concussion protocol in a way. I think they like he had a couple too many. I think they're just kind of monitoring to make sure he's all right. They've I guess. been monitoring him for but what? Still like letting over him a talk. Year. I think they want to be safe. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but hopefully he's getting back because he actually brought it up when they were talking about a dominating match at WrestleMania. I think it was going to be in the next match, Styles and almost versus New Day. He actually said himself, he goes, it's hard to come in and be a dominating champ at WrestleMania. He goes, I know. And I go, oh, my God, when he beat Mysterio in seconds. Oh, my God, that was so great. It's the last time he looked good. Um, but Styles and almost did it. It was a great no, I'm going to pull back. It was a good match. I'm not going to say great. It was a great story tell of, look, guys, you can fuck around and have as much fun as you want, but when that big motherfucker gets in there, it's on, and you guys are done, and you're not going to be laughing as much. And it's exactly what happened. They were having a lot of fun until almost got in, and he looked good. It was really – I was impressed with him. It's funny to me because I loved – First, that when they won the titles, AJ swung the championship like it was a baseball bat. Like, boom, we knocked that out of the park. And he is now the only person to be a TNA and WWE Grand Slam champion. I think that's pretty cool. I just, he is. He is the GOAT. So, yeah, get him a tag title. Hurry up. Let's get this. Make sure that he has <laughs> all the credentials much. while we can. It was cool. I You knew that they were going to drop the titles. There was no way that they're going to make that happen for any other way. But it was cool to see Big E come out in the entrance. And, and That was. That was uh, awesome. I, I was like, okay, that's cool. All right, I'll take that. Um, the Strowman McMahon cage match was exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was exactly there was a cool spot, though. Even with... <laughs> there was an awesome spot. Are you talking about the going through <laughs> the cage? When he rips it open? <laughs> yeah. It was... I think it was pretty cool. Um, I knew something was going to happen because I was like, Shane is taking way too long to get down this cage right now. And, I, and he was waiting for Strowman to get back up. And his hand was through it. But it opened the same way I knew it was going to. I'm like, he's not even going to get in the cage. I go, I bet you. Riker and uh, Elias right. are going to come out. And, I mean, I, if I could have just texted someone right before I happened, to so, like, this is what's so happening. So it's funny because they were pushing DraftKings. Like, they were doing, like, oh, sign up with DraftKings and take the WrestleMania pool, you know, and you could win money, right? And they gave a sample question. And one of the sample questions, and this is before this match, was will there be – Wait, I have a question about that. Before you say that, isn't DraftKings a betting site? So we're betting on, on – Scripted stuff. Are, do they bet on, like, Game of Thrones and uh, shit, too? And I'm not being sarcastic, but I'm like, it's just weird. Oh, okay. All right, then thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything about DraftKings. I thought it was just for – I've only seen it in, like, it's NFL mostly games for fantasy football. That's why yeah. I'm asking. Okay. All right. My apologies. Please go so, on. Man, I, I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about. Oh, no. So one of, so one of the things – one of the sample questions that they said, oh, you know – you know, pick who's going to win the match, who's how long it's going to go, what's going to happen during the match. And one of the questions was, will there will there be interference in the Braun Strowman Shane McMahon match? I'm like, well, obviously, yeah. I'm like Riker and uh, now there is. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, duh. <laughs> and yeah, that's what happened. Yep. So, oh, so you won a million dollars? Um, it was a, it was an all right match. It was just so. 
This is for all the people who've ever been called stupid. It was an anti-bullying campaign ad. It wasn't a wrestling match. I know. Well, then guess what? That match was for me. I've been called stupid before. Call you, you stupid as, as much as I can. Exactly. Braun did that match for me. Talk about the next match. I'm, I'm a little touched. <laughs> Yo, can we talk about the fact that I was like, God damn it. B-Rabbit is going to be taking on. You know what? He is no longer B-Rabbit. That man is bad bunny. And that dude did some really cool Bunny Destroyer. That was really (laughs) awesome. The Bunny Destroyer. I was about to say Canadian Destroyer, but it was a Bunny Destroyer. So at first, all these bunnies come out, and I go, God, what? That was horrible. You see some of the ears fell off, too, so some of them just had one ear. (laughs) It's funny because my wife said at the same time, she goes, they're holding those masks on. I go, yo, you know, the date during rehearsal, those things are popping off left and right with the jumping. Um, it looks like they had a bunch of them left over from when uh, Adam Rose used to have the bunny. But everybody's just jumping up and down, up and down. I go, really? This is how bad Bunny's going to come in. I go, oh, my God, this is so fucking stupid. And when Miz and Morrison came, I go, this is the greatest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Morrison's got to do something about the hair, man. Their rapping was so bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, it, it, Morrison, Morrison's hair has got to change. It's that like bouffant, like puffy. You didn't hair. like the mullet? It's just like uh, it's too much. I don't know, man. Um, this match was everything it was supposed to be. It was supposed to put over Big Bunny. I wish they would invest that much time into putting Damian Priest over. Um, but did you just call him Big Bunny? I don't know what the fuck I called him. I still don't know who he is. Um, and it's funny because they never got to do the uh, the you know the uh, tractor trailer entrance for Becky last year. So Bad Bunny got it this year with Triple H. Yep. So oh I mean, God. I you know, I, it was what it was. Yeah, he was impressive, and that's great. He got training, uh, which makes sense. But I mean. Like, that's not what I want to see. So, I mean, I took it for what it was. It was enjoyable. He looked good. I wasn't fearing for his or anybody else's life. And I think Miz and Morrison were good people to go against because, you know, they're safe in the ring. And, well, at least, you know, Miz is. So I was shitting on it. I was shitting on it with you last week. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how the fuck do you become the only two-time Grand Slam champion and then you have to deal with Mm -hmm. this shit? Then? Yeah, but then. Nobody would have fit that role better, man. Nobody no. could have played the antagonist the way the Miz does and the way the Morrison do. They play the right cowards. They play the right arrogant assholes. I go, nah, this is all right. I'm all right with this. Because once Miz got in there and started just being a dick, I go, eh, I kind of like this. this is, I miss the old Miz-Morrison shit together anyway, so I liked that they were in WrestleMania together anyway. Um the whip heard around the world. God damn. Listen, about. man, for, I'm still convinced that was added in in post. <laughs> I, I There's no way that sounded like I that. I don't know, man, because everyone in the front row put their hands over their face and their mouths. They were like, oh, shit. Like, you saw the mark. There's no way they. Yeah, I did see the mark. That was loud as Yeah, it was. Fuck. I've rewound it like six times just to hear that slap a couple of times. Um, we knew she was going to go over. We knew Bianca Belair was going to win. Um, you know, I, I've read several things, and one was really well written by um, 
uh, a friend of the show, his friend he stole it from, I think her name was, I'm going to give her credit too, is to uh, Tamara Davis, I believe it was, she was saying that, you know, some people are shitting on the fact that, like, they both started crying when the bell rang in the beginning. And, you know, they're like, you know, we're here to see a match and stuff. And, and they just both start crying. And it's like, kind of took away from it. I'm like, but what they defended was they were like, I don't think anybody understands how big of a moment this really was. And it was huge. And I can't 100% be certain, man. But can you tell me, were there any special chance at that point? Mm, nothing's come to mind. I swear, man, I got to go back to it. I could have sworn I heard Black Lives Matter as a chant, man, during the middle of some of the, the chants as the bell rang oh. and stuff. That you could kind of hear some people trying to get it going. I was like, this is fucking big, dude. This is good. I like this. Not just two women, <clears throat> but two black women. And that's exactly how Michael Cole said it. I'm like, I'm glad you said it this way, man. It was just it was a monumental fucking moment for WrestleMania 37. Here we are. You know what I mean? It was awesome. The match was just exactly what I thought it was going to be. Showcase um, of Bel Air's power. She's the female yeah, Cesaro. Totally. And, and athleticism, man. She's she's mm-hmm. fast. She can do some really cool stuff. It, it's <laughs> I, I show my wife, I go, that hair's all real. She goes, you're such an idiot. But damn, dude, that whip. Damn. Nasty. Yeah. I thought she had a broken rib after that one. So Sasha, um, you know, night one. So Sasha, in or go the ahead, crowd, please. She was on the floor, yeah, uh, and broke kayfabe a little. Looked up at Bianca celebrating, and you know, cracked it a really big smile, and that's just good shit right there. You know what, though, man, it's no different than after she won the title, uh, or after she dropped the title to Bailey. They were all hugging each other in the rings. Charlotte, Becky, they all came out, and everybody was all loving on each other. I'm like, it was like a curtain call of, of a form. You know what I mean? Right. I'm like, this is kind of the same thing. It's like, look at we all get it. It's okay. You can smile. I get it. I'm smiling. A um, little less lipstick, I would say, for Bianca. That's one thing I would say. Just a little less. Yeah, it's an off. I mean, it was a weird color, so I think it worked well, right? Matched her outfit. You know? I know. <laughs> nah, it works. I, I, honestly, as soon as she started the match, I go, God damn, a year ago was the, you don't yeah, even go here, so was us making fun of that and loving yeah. that. And I go, she's in the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, and it's her. just weird because, about that. yeah, so it's cool. just weird because, like, again, certain things they push and some things they don't push. Like, this one was like, right, mm-hmm. you just went all in on this one. Okay. And I'm, and I'm not You put the mad. gas pedal down. All yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Um, night one, the hosting duties. Um, Bailey got involved a little bit, which was hysterical. Uh, can we talk about the fact that she wore glasses that made her look like Janine from Ghostbusters? <sighs> that I loved. She played the part so well. She didn't need a match. I'm glad she did everything that she did. But night one, the hosts yeah, I got some reactions. It was cool. Night two, it became pretty clear. People like Titus, man. Oh, hell yeah. People love Titus, but it became pretty fucking clear every time Hulk Hulk Hogan opened his mouth, people didn't forget. (laughs) They remembered that you were a piece of shit and that you still are. And every time that he talked, the crowd, just some deafening booze. If you haven't looked it up, go online and go on YouTube and just write Hulk Hogan, WrestleMania 37 booze. 
People are doing it with their own cell phones in the crowd, and WWE can only cover up so much, let's say that, with your production. No one wanted them there. And you know what? Not just because of your age. (laughs) Just, we all know why. We're not going to uncover that. I do want to say, though, besides him doing that, can we, has anybody really acknowledged, go down the entire list, minus Shane McMahon, This was an all-full-timers two days' worth of WrestleMania. No Brock Lesnar, no Undertaker, no Triple H, no Cena, no Rock. This was an all-full-timers. There was no part-timers. Shane, I'm almost going to give him a fucking full-time job on that one. You know what I mean? Like, So when you really look at it, this was an all-full-time. Like, even WrestleMania 35 had Beth Phoenix coming in for the the tag match, right? You right. know what I mean? Like it's like a, you had part-timers and even last year had Undertaker, had Brock Lesnar. This is the first time we had all full-timers for the both days. And I was like, we've been waiting for this for a long time. So I hope you all acknowledged it. This is something you wanted. Night 2, maybe I didn't care for night 2 because you started it in the stupidest fucking way ever. <laughs> all right i have things i want to say yeah, i'm letting I can't you believe. go first though all right let me say this wrestlemania and takeover are our news we're an hour plus into our news Jesus, let's that's put why it that I have to way piss so bad <laughs> well good let let's let's just hurry up and fly <laughs> through some of this most of this is gonna be pretty easy to talk about but yeah let's talk about it first of all it wasn't a box of some form What's Michael in the Cole? box oh god <laughs> He goes, it's a box it's a of box some structure. form. He yeah, brought to Jesus Christ, Michael. So we already talked on it. Randy, all white. Alexa comes out like a goddamn cheerleader, excited as shit. Only dark thing on her eyes. Or only, only dark thing is like what's on her eyes. Everything else is bright colors. And we see the fiend is just, he just walked through something. And awesome. no, it was like he went through a car wash. And he's now back to just regular fiend, unburned, uncrisped. And comes out, and I and he's standing on top of the box after the... And, and I go, man, if you're going to stand up that high, fucking jump on Randy. Bam, he jumps on him. And I go, here we go, baby. Squash Central. This is, And we've been reading it was going to be a squash. Did you hear what uh, the Fiend yelled when he was on top of the box? On top of the box, no. I did see what he did after he did the neck break to Randy oh. Orton. But what did he say on top oh, of the box? Oh, was that? Did I get him confused where he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah? That's what it was. Okay. So after he did the little neck break where he, you know, kind of twists yeah. your neck. He did the hands from the mouth, and he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a a more fiend version in a tribute right. to right, Luke right. Harper. Oh, caught it right away. It was awesome. So happy. What the fuck? Kane's pyro goes off. Alexa's sitting on top with the crown that is just dripping that ink, which... Not gonna lie, it looked fucking it cool. Looked really but I thought badass. that was to distract Randy. Yeah. And all of a sudden she turns. One RKO. Let's get back to this here. You set this fucking dude on fire. He was hit in the head with a tool chest by Seth Rollins and beaten to fucking smithereens. 
One RKO was a pin. One RKO. One RKO ended yep. that. And then he just stares at Alexa. Gone. What the fuck? It, That's how you just invested? That's how you just did that? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, yeah. please. One, let's take the one RKO thing out of it because it is ridiculous because they've done nothing but spending this time. I mean, next to Goldberg, he just can take any punishment that's thrown at him. That's been the gimmick. Let's take that out of it. Uh, the crowd, I think, fully agreed because the boos just were nonstop. Uh, the Alexa Bliss, whatever they did with the crown with the ink, I thought it looked amazing. And I'm interested. I'm intrigued to see where this goes. But the problem is you didn't even give us a tease. Like, you've got to give something, right? Because otherwise it's just that was dumb. Yeah, I, don't, like, I, I don't even care. I'm not even going to go back to this. Like, give me something to be like. Like, I know that WrestleMania isn't a season finale, right? But it's kind of treated that way. This is where rivalries are going to end new shit starting on Monday Night Raw. In a way. But you also aren't left with, like, random questions. Even when, and I'm skipping ahead, but even Apollo Crews' guy, at least we know what the fuck that was and what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, Alexa and Wyatt were like, wait, she just turned the ink. Huh? Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm like, like, what the hell just happened? And then it went away. I go, are you shit? Yeah. Because <laughs> um, yeah, when the lights went out, I'm like, all right, way, they're going to get to it. Say- and then it was like, nope, they're just gone. Yeah. It didn't make sense, but when she did have the ink pouring down her and she was just putting out her arm, when you hear the crowd going, oh, yeah. I was like, motherfucker, yeah. that looks that awesome. Insane. I'm like, only she could sell ink. Dude, she can sell being crazy. She is, yeah. honestly, I'm saying this, she really post-wrestling could get into acting. We've I said mean that before. That in the most positive way. Yeah, like, but, like, and I know I made the joke, right? I was like, ha, 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 hopefully naked ones. But, no, but, like, she really, really, I, I said, ha-ha. <laughs> anyway, she, dude, she plays the crazy. One of my favorite things is that promo. At WrestleMania, the legend killer dies and has, like, the big white eyes. And I go, oh, my God. I go, she went from playing a bully at WrestleMania 34 oh God, yeah, to Nia right. Jax, and then, and then Nikki Cross's best friend, and then still the, uh, w- what was her Alexa Bliss? She had the it twisted, like she she was just yeah, like that Bliss, Harley, you know, bitch Harley or Quinn whatever. Or you know what I mean? Like she was just like, yeah, like a solo gun. Now all this stuff with Bray, and at first we said, wow, this is a Harley Quinn kind of thing, and then it got way more. Well, psychotic. I'm, I'm wondering then, if she that was like. Dripping ink yeah, gun. I, I, what, the only thing that I came away with was that's like her final transformation into Sister Abigail. I was, then say, I'm exactly. Sister Abigail. Say something of wrestling. Like have the fiend just go Abby you left me and hanging. then have the lights go out. That's all you had to do. All the fiend had to do was look up at her and go, Abby. And then the lights go out. It would have been great if she goes, brother. And he goes, sister. <laughs> and they hugged and yes, he got that counted out. Better. All right. So the next match. Uh... You know, I guess if you win the match the night before, much like Bronson Reed, doesn't mean you're going to win the title. That does not mean that's what's going to happen, and that's what happened with Tamina and Natty. They lose to uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, a.k.a. my hole. And, you know, I got to be honest, I actually <laughs> – Tamina got the reception she needed. Yeah. She's needed this. I think she's great, and the problem is – they didn't give him the win. I was kind of hoping they were going to for a good feel-good moment for Tamina. Yeah. 
just WrestleMania wise, man, with the family uh, lineage behind both of them. Do you really need to keep Nia Jax and uh, Shayna Baszler strong? Shayna Baszler should be going for singles titles now anyway. I actually would have rather seen Nia Jax versus Tamina just one-on-one. They did it on SmackDown. I think it would have been just great to see two powerhouses. Um, did you see? But did, wait, then before in, you get, there's a picture on Twitter. You can probably find it on Facebook too. Natalia had her tooth like knocked into her the underside of her lip. Yeah, pretty lip. nasty. Pretty nasty. Yep. That was I gross. saw it. And still kept going. Yeah. yeah she's yeah, a ring general. I, we talked about want, it. Yeah, I, you know? Oh, yeah. That's kind of why I wanted to win, I think. It was like it was kind of a do, a well-deserved thing, I thought. But, hey, I'm not bugging. Um, in probably the worst match I've ever seen between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, Owens beat Zayn and stuns Logan Paul. He didn't need to be there. He sat at the ringside the whole time, made no difference Looks in the match. Only the got whole time, in the too. End. It was, yeah, like he didn't even know what he was supposed to be doing. It was, I, the the funniest part was him selling after. He goes, ow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why just what, saying ow made me Why laugh. would he do that? <laughs> right? Oh, that's, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Um, I get that they were trying to say Hogan and uh, Titus were in, like, pirate suits, but. I just want to say it kind of looks Civil War-ish. It didn't look. It was just weird. It just it was wrong. It just I, I don't liked think it. it. I thought it was fucking look anyway. great. <laughs> I thought it was stupid. But you're stupid, Seamus. <laughs> stupid, stupid. Oh, I haven't used that bit in a while. Um, Seamus kicks Riddle right in his mouth. Bet you he won't forget your lines next time. <laughs> But prior to that, let's talk about some RVD rolling papers. Yeah, right? Jesus. All right. <sighs> that was awesome. Was. But, yeah, that bro kick to the face on the moonsault was, I go, as soon as he hit it and I go, damn, that was sick. I go, I go, why don't they end matches like that? Oh, three. Oh, 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 never mind. There was. Uh... It was because that's the. That's the type of shit that happens where, like, when Aleister Black did it to Adam Cole or yep. something like that, and I'm like, that's a match ender. And they do that in the middle, and he hit him, and I go, it's beautiful. And then he was bleeding from the mouth as well. Yeah, there was uh, the one scary spot where they tr- where Seamus tried to, I think the finish might have been there, where he tried to give him the The white off noise the off the top rope. Slipped. He's, I mean, they're lucky that. Saved Riddle. Uh, saved yep. Riddle. And you could tell he was pissed too. I totally agree because I watched. I don't think that would have been the end no. though, because I'm I'm pretty sure that broke okay. kick to the yeah, face is the end. There's no way they just he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna do a flip, and you're gonna kick me in the face." <laughs> There's no way they planned that on the fly. Um, Good point. After though, Sheamus's knee off the top rope. I go, that was unplanned. Because yeah. after he did, he tried to do white noise, he fell, he slams him, and then he went to the top rope. I go, whatever he's about to do here is not what he was supposed to yep. be doing. <laughs> this is not supposed to happen. But the knee looked great. Overall, I think that was one of the better matches of night two. I thought it was a, it was a pretty decent match, and it had the outcome I preferred. Yeah, I like, I like Riddle. So, you know, I would have been happy. But, I mean, Sheamus is, listen, Sheamus went from being the guy that, you know, we're like, oh, God, this guy came out of nowhere 
to the guy where it was like, okay, just get him out of the main event. To this guy's an institution. We love him. You know. Which is funny because uh, Triple H tweeted about him. He said, 10 years ago, and at WrestleMania 26, when he fought Wrestle, uh, he, he fought Triple H, he was the new guy. He goes, 10 years ago, he was uh, the new guy. 10 years later, he's beating up the new guy <laughs> at WrestleMania or something like that. And I was like, it's or something to the form of that. And I was like, it's well-deserved, and I'm kind of glad he won the title. I, I thought it was it was... The ending made it worth oh, yeah. it. You know what I mean? If if there was a different ending in Riddle 1, I wouldn't have been mad, but I'm just saying how that ended, I go, yeah, that's how you end a match. Um, but then the Apollo Crews Big E thing, just I that was all right, lost right, on me. Right, I did not right, care. Wait, wait, so, uh, so I a, really a Nigerian wish... drum match just means there's instruments, I, ringside, and kendo sticks? That's yep. all it means. It. I mean, it really was the best Nigerian drum match I've ever seen, as I it, thought it was well, going to be. I I was really hoping it was gonna be like Mo Money, like we said the as as the magic, but we get a big Damian Priest. I swear to God, I thought it was Damian Priest for a second when I saw him. I go, oh, Damian's wearing different clothes all sudden. Oh, never mind, he's fucking huge. He had a face kind of look like him, but this is Abu Abu Debo Kato. Or Debocado or something like that. Cabo Dito. Okay, all right. Then I feel a little bit. Debocado. Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. So, yeah. And he's apparently a Nigerian The match general, didn't need it. I'm guessing. Uh, uh, I don't know. Either way, I wasn't a fan of the ending. I wasn't a fan of the match. Someone yeah. pointed out. It's the first time two black men have been going at it at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental title. That's all you needed. Why the hell are we talking about the Nigerian drum match? We didn't need it. But then we had Ripley versus Asuka. Asuka, I goddamn love. All right, Rhea had an awesome entrance. I thought it was cool. I just like watching Asuka. She's so cocky when she's... She's great. She doesn't miss a beat. As the person's... Saying your WWE Raw Women's Champion, yeah. she's doing it herself, and I, I love her. She's like champion. She's great, dude. She's singing her own song yep. on the way to the ring. It was the win we knew was going to happen. We said Rhea was going to get her moment at WrestleMania. Um, I think this match not as good as Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. It wasn't. I think it was good. But, but I thought Belair and Banks put on a better showing. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of disappointed by this match. It was one of the matches, one yeah. of the matches I was most looking forward to seeing. I really felt for yeah. a second, for a brief second, I was questioning whether Ripley was going to win it or not. Because it seemed like she was laying her shit in really weak in the beginning of the match. Go back and watch some of right. her, like, you know, kicks or some of her forearm shivers. They just looked flat. Uh, and then the ending, I did like the ending. How it, it was another one. There was another one this weekend where you just you didn't see it coming. She just reversed it into the riptide, right. and boom, that was it. So, you know, it, it just, it, the, the ending, the, the entire flow of the match, it was flat to me. It was disappointing. See, and that, maybe that's why I liked the the ending to Banks and Bel Air is, you know, I'm not that, I just said, I don't like you going finisher after after finisher, but teasing it, can't hit it. Teasing it, can't hit it. Finally hitting it. I'm cool with. And, you know, like, like Banks going to, uh, 
Belair going to do it, and she holds on to the hair. That was right before the right. whip, right? Like, that's how it led into all of that. This was, like, yeah, just right, right out of nowhere. So it, it's a win-win, right? You, like, you don't want everybody to know what's going to happen at every match, so we're going to try and catch you off guard. But I don't know. They didn't gel as well as I thought they were going to or at least have a hard-hitting match. I swear to God, I go, oh, my God, any minute now, I feel like McMahon's just going to come out and go, this is a triple threat, and then Charlotte <laughs> yeah, comes right. out. I go, I swear to God, it's going to happen. I don't know why. I feel it. Um, but speaking of a triple threat, Roman Reigns, Edge, Daniel Bryan, the video package. Oh, God, so great. Dude, how it was, like, Edge, his story. And then you see a little bit of Daniel Bryan, then Daniel Bryan. I just, it was so well done. It was, it was awesome. Edge, awesome pop when he came into the arena. I mean, that, dude, 10 years to the day that he dropped the title. Wow. Then I started going, oh man, they're going to maybe give him the title because of that. Holy shit. My mind was changing halfway into this year. Uh, loved Daniel Bryan just coming out. He's just himself. Roman gets that nice 4K entrance, of course. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> can we? T- yeah, can we talk about Jay Uso being hype man 101? I Holy love it. Shit, the whole time, just in the back. I loved it, dude. Just yeah, ooh, he's gonna take you down. I was loving it. And Heyman never takes his eye off the title, or never takes his eye off Roman. Like he. It was great watching them come down together. I go, this is your main event. He is okay. your main event. Ready for this? Are you ready? WrestleMania 31, 32, 33, 34, and 37. Roman Reigns has been in the main mm-hmm. event. This is the first time I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> I was liking it. I, it was really, the match was good. A lot of great selling points. Now, this is what I want to talk about. Did anybody maybe check on Daniel Bryan and make sure he wasn't really seizing at the end? <clears throat> Did you see after he took that chair shot, he he, he kept twitching his leg? Adam Cole, Adam and Cole like, did the same thing at the end of the O'Reilly match. Yeah, Adam Cole wasn't out of, out of wrestling for five years because he had a lot of issues. I was like, can someone just check on him, please? I'm like, please tell us he's so going, okay, make sure he's all right. can't scan. <laughs> um... It was cool the way he at first when when Roman pulled Edge over him and pinned him. I go, I'm waiting for the like the ref to be like, well, Edge actually pinned him. I was like, what if? That well, happens? I'm wondering if they're gonna do it after the fact. <laughs> well, did you see that the name of the next pay per view is WrestleMania, WrestleMania Backlash? Backlash? Yep. So basically, every match you just saw is gonna get reversed. You're getting a. a <laughs> It, well, not even 50, just that. You're going to get rematches. It's going to be Cruz versus Big E. It's going to be Oscar versus Ripley again. Belair will defend against Banks. It's just going to be that. That's all it is. But tell me you weren't just for a second just going, waiting for a dun, dun, I dun, was. Dun, I was. Dun, dun, dun. I was waiting. I was like, come on, man. I'm like, there's the tonight or Monday. Heyman kept staring. That's true, but the way Heyman kept staring at the title is more of like, it's not you I'm interested in. I'm interested in that championship. He was staring at it so much. I was like, Oh my God, Brock, come out, come out, come out, come out. 
But then I was like, no, nah, let them go off the air strong. And as soon as they put the logo at the bottom, I go, it's over. But it, it was uh, it was good. It was a good main event. Mm-hmm. I think everybody, it was much like Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, and Charlotte. I don't care if it was in the same night or not. Two days worth of wrestling, people were spent. People were done. Even if that crowd, that was the first pay-per-view that they had actually physically went to, you know they watched the night before, they were tired, or if they weren't there the night before. like so You couldn't get a crowd to stay hot two days straight. Jim Ross, I'd like to quote what he said. I read this on Saturday morning. I swear to God. Go to Wrestling Inc. and it says, Jim Ross quoted, having two days of WrestleMania is like having two colonoscopies. Jesus. Dude is just in senile mode and just going. I'm sorry, folks. Fuck anymore. I had to. <laughs> I, had, I had to sneeze. One other great quote. Eric Bischoff says uh, about TNA and, or no, about AEW and Impact working together. Who gives a, Who gives fuck? a fuck? Yep, pretty much. That was this quote. Who who gives a fuck? Listen, we the only reason like at first we we were semi interested, but I think the only reason we really cared was because yeah. Omega's going to take the Impact World Championship and he gets to work with the Good Brothers. Beyond that, do we really give a shit that AEW and Impact are crossing over at all? Do you? No, I don't. Dude, I don't I, give a fuck. That's why I don't have an ulcer because I, know. I know when to say, say I don't no. give a fuck. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but they know. They, no. I'm not sure about you, but I, we talked a lot about WrestleMania. However, there is one thing we got to do. We got to bring something to the table. Just bring it, bitch! Oh my god! I swear. I, hey, hey, oh, I, I dropped my note. I got to find it. I got to find it, folks. I'm sorry. I dropped my note. I'm going to keep talking because this is typically where I would tell a professor I need to take a piss. Let's got take it. a break. But apparently we're going to go right into it, folks, just for you. We're, we're, we're going right into Bring It to the Table. Here it is. I was ready for this week's Bring It to the Table. Before WrestleMania began, I was ready for Bring It to the Table. My Bring It to the Table was the evolution of Bray Wyatt. It's amazing how you go from a guy like Husky Harris all the way to one of the greatest characters in wrestling. And then when I saw what the fuck they did at (laughs) WrestleMania, there's my evolution of Bray Wyatt. That's what I'm bringing to the table this week. How in the hell do you guys keep fucking him up? It's not even like, like, okay, man, I I get it. If you mess one guy, you're like Ty Dillinger, the perfect 10. You could have kept him going, right? You didn't. Ah, fuck it. He's off and going off somewhere else, right? You fucked up with Husky. You fucked up with regular Bray Wyatt. You gave him Broken Hardy, and he became a Woken version. Then he uh, became The Fiend. It was an amazing Firefly funhouse that was going on for all these vignettes. You couldn't fuck it up. Nope, 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 nope. He's going to get hit 47 times in the head with a steel chair at a Hell in a Cell. And someone's going to get disqualified in a Hell in a Cell. Still bothers me. Um, then they just give him the title, right? It's just like punk, man. It was there for you. All you had to do was just let everything happen. Nope. You bring him to Night of Champions and let Triple H beat punk. Much of the same as letting Rollins beat Bray in Hell in a Cell. We were like, there's no way he's going to lose. 
It was stupid. Okay. He finally comes back. He has that match with John Cena, which was the tits last year at WrestleMania. You can't fuck him up. Oh, you're going to burn him. Okay. All right. So he's a charred guy. <laughs> I'm still going to like him. Oh, he's going to come back. I'll reincarnate it and lose. That's it. That's what I'm bringing to the table, man. It's fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. They fuck you. They fuck you when it comes to Bray Wyatt. They fuck you with the Wyatt family. They fuck you with Husky Harris. They fuck you. They fuck you. They fuck you. And you know what? <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. What do you want to hear? That sometimes I think about eating the bullet, huh? Is that what you think about? Yeah, because I do have a special bullet just for the occasion with a hollow point. It's Oh, God. It, it makes sure it blows the back out of my goddamn head right out so every time. And it does the job. And every time I wake up, I think of a reason not to do it every single day. And you know what that reason is? ODM, do you know what it is? And it's going gonna, gonna to make you laugh. Wrestling. That's what does it. It's wrestling. Somebody took my phone number and called Afghanistan. Afghanistan! I never talked to anyone in Afghanistan. I don't know nobody in Afghanistan. And even if I did know anyone, I wouldn't talk to that Afghan ass for three hours. I won't talk to my daddy for three hours. Not doing what they supposed to. <laughs> they fuck you with the cell phones. I mean, if we're just going to go down. All right, man, what are you bringing to the table this week? Oh, is that what we're doing? Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm bringing the inner circle and the pinnacle. Um, here's the deal. You had the basis of a, of a really great feud, right? You, you got the structure of a really good storyline that you can run with. I'm not even going to get into AEW's ass-backwards booking, their inability to do anything long-term because they're so... ADD that they have to do an entire storyline that normally takes six months in three weeks. Um, Jericho and the inner circle, you know, mostly Jericho cuts that great promo on dynamite the other day, but here's the thing, man, this feuds like just started and it's almost over. The inner circle already got their revenge on the pinnacle and they hadn't even have a match yet. And now they're going to go into... And their first match is blood yeah, and guts. And their, and their first <laughs> match is going to be the biggest blow-off blow match stipulation ever. War Games. That is your biggest blow-off. You know? Well, You're going right into it. Is Mike Tyson going to be in the match? Because if you do the math, Tully Blanchard, if he joins the match, Mike Tyson joins the match, it's even. Oh, God. No, I hope not. Yeah, just putting that out there. Seeing Tully wrestle was hilarious. <laughs> when he started to rip his shirt again, I go, oh, my God, please, please don't fucking don't mess up that shirt again, man. <laughs> so. Remember last time he could rip it when he got yeah. in Jericho's face? <laughs> yeah, they're friends now. It's cool. Well, you know what? That promo was good shit. Jericho's promo was good shit. But you know what else is good shit? Nobody in the whole building but us, Nightwig. Wing. It's Night Wing. Really? Huh. Guess I was thinking of that goofy mullet you used to have. Yeesh, that was like a whole decade of bad hair days. This is such good shit. Hey everybody, this is Nightwing. I'm back for season three and I got some really good shit for you guys today. Now, this is something that's very near and dear to me, so I'm going to do a little bit of analysis on it. I also want to go ahead and state that we are not sponsored, so I'm not promoting this, but it is something that I will be watching. I want to go ahead and talk about WWE's new show on A&E TV. What that show is, is WWE's Most Wanted Treasures. It's where Stephanie and uh, Triple H go and travel and they go to thrift shops, pawn shops, 
people's garages, barn finds, almost like uh, American Pickers, and look for WWE or other wrestling organization artifacts throughout the history of pro wrestling. The reason I am so excited about this is because I just love history, especially I love wrestling history also, and I want this to be... Um, something that leads to an actual physical museum or hall of fame now there's been a little bit of talk about doing a physical museum and hall of fame in the, in the past they've talked about whether they did it in stanford they talked about um atlanta orlando charlotte and even uh new york city as potential sites for this physical hall of fame so I hope this is something that's kind of setting up and leading to it, but who knows right now. I, those are just rumors, and I mean, I do want to see it happen, but I love the fact that they're going out and doing this show. It's something that I definitely will be watching. It is something that I have a very huge interest in just because I love history, so let's see if it happens. Now, as far as Hall of Fame goes, we all know uh, sometimes there's questionable inductees into the hall of fame maybe they're inducted into the hall of fame because they lasted in wwe longer than 10 years and didn't piss off vince mcmahon i know there's a few people that have made the list that are inducted or getting ready to be inducted in the hall of fame that make meet that criteria so anyway guys have a good day and this is a good shit well hey you heard what he said the whole thing man with with uh a e a and e Triple H, Stephanie, they're going to have their show. Didn't even know that was a thing. But I am happy that Dark Side of the Ring is also coming back as well. Did you see the promo? I haven't seen the promo. I've been reading a lot of the articles, though. But, man, listen, they knock it out of the park. Cornette has the best ending. He goes, can you guys do the happy side of the ring for once? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He still has one of my favorite lines ever. I got to be honest with you, uh, and I got to be honest with you, NWA, I'm sorry, brother. It, they could build a physical Hall of Fame. It's not going to make a difference. The Hall of Fame sucks. Look what your Hall of Fame, newest Hall of Fame inductees got inductees got booed out of the arena. Why? Because you took out Bailey. Why did you have the Bellas go after Bailey at all? Stupid. 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 That's two. Marty, you've got to come back with me. Where? Back to the future! Wait a minute, Doc. Well, what are you talking about? What happens to us in the future? We're going to become assholes or something? Give me a hell yeah! You want a war? You're going to get me. Mick Foley is going to win their world title. Has been paid for by the New World Order. Come on, Vince. Step into the ring. As Jim Ross says, business is about to break up. That's right. Monday Night Wars, business is about to pick up. Again, to us, knowing what you know, where things are going to go, it's crazy seeing some of these things. And, and, you know, like last week, we touched base on a couple of wrestlers and we're like, where are they now? When you think they were going to be the next big thing. Or you're Steve Austin in the ring and you're like, Who's this guy? You didn't know. You know, you just didn't know. But that's why we're reliving the Monday Night Wars. And if you caught last week, that's right. It was uh, won by 
Monday Night Raw because they were unopposed. This week, we are back, and the episodes are April 15th. So we have Monday Night Raw, and we have WCW Monday Nitro. ODM, take it away. What happens? What do you got first in your notes? Nitro or Raw? Well, I'll tell you, I got Raw in my notes first. We'll do Raw first, then. All right, so uh, we're back to our standard commentary, uh, which is McMahon and Lawler. Opens up with Mark Merrow coming to the ring with Sable. Um, God damn it. Taking on Leaf Cassidy, a.k.a. Al Snow, uh, who's with Marty Jannetty (laughs) as part of the New Rockers. Uh, It was actually a solid match, man. Uh, But at this point, Leaf, uh, Leaf Cassidy's persona is just awful. It's just, it's terrible. Um, He's supposed to be over the top zany, but heel. And it, I don't, I never understood it then. I don't understand it now, even while watching him back. And I, I remember watching it back then. And I remember just, you know, seeing it recently. And I go, eh, I still don't get what they were trying to go with. Cause I was like, how do you make, for no reason, all of a sudden, Mario Gennetti's just a heel. Now the new rockers are heels. Like, that was weird. It just made no sense whatsoever. But Mark Merrow looked like a million yeah. bucks, dude. And this is one of the guys I'm talking about. Like, where are they now? Like, you're watching him, and you're like, this guy should have been a WWE champion the way they were presenting him in the beginning of Raw here. And he comes out with Sable, and it's their very first time ever that she is now known as his valet or manager. Yeah, it was Good opener, but I mean, as far as you can go with Leaf Cassidy, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think it just showed uh, his chops in the ring. Like I said, it was a good match. Nice little airplane swing into a Rana towards the end of the match there. So, uh, not too bad. Uh, they did go right into an on-air call with Diesel, who was in Germany. Uh, not the first one of those we're going to get tonight. So there was that. Uh, and as you had mentioned, uh, talking about Shawn Michaels, and I love how he opens it. I, I, I'm going to mess it up because he's in Germany. You, they go, Diesel, are you with us? And he goes, Guten Tag or something. <laughs> or however, and I was like, fucking Nash. <laughs> this is, you know that this was not the Diesel persona. The last couple of months is Kevin Nash persona yep. when he's leaving WWF, which I think is funny because I'm watching. I go, this is basically kind of how he acts in WCW. I don't think I was watching enough to see the writing was on the wall. I thought he was just being a heel. I'm like, nope, just being himself now. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, so uh, you had mentioned it. Stone Cold Steve Austin has a match. Uh, you know, at this point, he's still got DiBiase as his manager. still the million-dollar champ. Uh, he takes on Bart Gunn. Um, there was a, a, a Bart Gunn did a crazy over-the-top rope spot. Uh, it was nasty. Yeah. Uh, this was back when you could actually still really, truly uh, appreciate Austin's in-ring work. I think that gets overshadowed a lot is what a good worker he actually was. Uh, and you really get to see it in this match. Because the Stone Cold character became more of a brawler, I want right. to say. More like that brawl-type wrestling style as opposed to the ringmaster, Stunning Steve. That was technical ring work, yeah, absolutely. Which is probably why he got the name Ringmaster, because he was a good ring general yep. back then. But you're right, it does get overshadowed, and he wins with a million-dollar dream. Yep. Uh, it, the one part that's hilarious about this is at one point, Bart's trying to fire up the crowd, and they just don't give a shit. It's almost like you know you can see it in Bart's eyes where he's like, guys, come on, please, just clap. Please. Um, Someone... 
someone. Yeah, I mean, like someone, oh, yeah, anyone, know, right? Someone, please um, clap. At this point, anybody. You know, another really interesting thing that I thought it was a nice little comparison is Austin. At this point, is very Dexter Loomis like. Like he's not doing any of the talking. He's just got that cold, you know, thousand yard stare going on, uh, yeah. which is really cool. Uh, just to see that. Uh, so uh, after that, there was a, a a video packet, which is again going to be great because I'm like, when does he just randomly transition into? The Stone Cold. It's like, got to it, be. It's when, not like he goes into the King of the Ring and becomes it's, that. It's got to like, be when DiBiase bounces to WCW. Okay, yeah. we'll see yeah, what happens. I'm sure, we're going to get there. Uh, eight, there was a video package for HBK. <laughs> they have to. <laughs> HBK and Diesel uh, for their match coming up at In Your House on April 28th, 1996. Uh, after that, we had a Jim Cornette and Vader in ring promo. Uh, they kind of recapped how when Vader kind of came into WWE, he splashed Gorilla Monsoon in the corner. They're basically at this point just building Vader up as a monster and setting up the match between him and Razor Ramon. Uh, and as we know, Razor is on his way out as well. So, you know, uh, we kind of see where this one's going. Uh, but as usual, Cornette, you know, cuts a good promo. And, uh, you know, they're definitely building towards something big. After that... I am guessing this was your favorite segment of the show. It was a swimsuit shoot slash music video of Sonny. I know you want me. <laughs> mm-hmm. She pooted. <laughs> and listen, here we go. So next, what? That wasn't my favorite part of no. the show, man. My favorite part of the show was what was, what yep, was up next. Absolutely, absolutely, because we've talked about it a couple times. Uh, this was the dusty finish of Savio Vega defeating Gold Dust for the IC title. Um, they had, and I'm interested to see when this gets back on Peacock, if it actually gets on Peacock, if they do the gratuitous Gold Dust ass shot close up. Like, for some reason, at one point, yep. like, he's getting into the ring and the camera's just right on his ass. I Okay. I wonder if that was a Goldust request. Or, you know, in a wrestling match, it's not exactly uh, normal to rub your ass into someone's crotch or things like that or touch their body and stuff. So it really, and I'm being serious, it makes you wonder how much of Goldust is actually going to stay on the, the Peacock Network. Yep. It'll be interesting. But the dusty finish got me. It got me in 96. I remember watching it because I wanted to see Savio win. I was I was a Savio mark. I liked him. Uh, he was different. He was Razor's friend, you know, and, and I just I, I dug him. Good chance for him to win the title. And then not only do they give you the dusty finish, for some weird reason, Gorilla Monsoon <laughs> says, well... Even though you cheated Savio, right? Because that's what he did. He cheats yep. with the title, hits him with the title, gets the pin, dusty finish. Because now another ref comes out and goes, no, 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 no. But Monsoon comes out and says, that's it. Goldust, you're stripped of the title. What? He didn't do anything wrong. Actually, you can strip Savio. That's fine. But I think by DQ, Goldust should win this match. Nope. He has stripped him of the title, and now next week we're going to have a rematch between Goldust and Savio Vega. I wrote it. I don't get it. Why did he get stripped? It doesn't make sense to me. I don't. 
But then again, he's the heel, so it was a it's a positive note to end Raw, right? That's what we did. We ended Raw on a positive, positive, positive note, didn't we? We ended on a positive, positive note. Nope. Because we got one more phone-in from Germany. This one from Bonn, Germany, but this one is a video from Germany. I thought we were going to end on a positive note. Nope. Bret Hart, bitching. What do you have written in your notes? Uh, complaining match was not 60 minutes as specified and says he could never work for another organization because it would be a step down. Yeah, he actually says he'll never get respect in anywhere else except the WWF. I'm like, and I wrote, he called it. It's kind of funny, but I have him bitching. Just It was supposed to be a 60-minute match and it ended up being a 62-minute match. Okay, dude, I get it, but you're coming off kind of like a bitch. No, it was just a weird way to end Raw. I'm like, you're going to put that segment in the middle anywhere you yeah. wanted to? Why did it end Raw? I'm like, you went off air with him in Germany, but what they're leaving off with is, yeah, he can't wrestle for another company, but is he going to bother coming back to wrestle in WWF? Because he doesn't get that respect. Oh, man, I got to say one thing. I just said WWF, and I almost said just WF. I don't think W. I don't think Vince knows the name of his I know. He did. He cannot it's the say worst. W- it's worse than it's W-E ever been. In succession. It's worse than it's ever been. The WE universe. Stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. Just go back to WWF, bro. Well, you know, because it was easier yeah, for it you. Used to be the, it's, the, it's the two W's on top of each other, so he doesn't realize that it's actually two of them. It's it's, it's he thinks it's just one. <laughs> it bothered me the other night. I go, Jesus! You did it like four it times awful. in like thirty yeah. seconds. <laughs> yeah, but let's talk about Nitro now. Nitro opens up, man. Again, this is our first real Monday Night Wars that we're discussing, and Nitro. Get the, oh, yeah. the electric going in the. Brr, 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 you hear in the beginning of our Monday Night Wars that you hear here. You, I love the. Roar. <laughs> they open up with a handicap match. The Taskmaster. Taskmaster and Arn Anderson taking on Hulk Hogan. Anderson is a part of the Four Horsemen. Taskmaster is a part of uh, Dungeon of Doom, but everybody is in the, what is it, the, the coalition to end Hulkamania or something like that. And this is just a, a weird match. But if he wins, if Hogan gets this win, he gets five minutes with a manager of his choosing, whether it be woman, Liz, or Jimmy Hart. It was funny watching him tease that he was going to go after Liz or Woman. You know Hogan wins in this match automatically. Duh. Um, Booty Woman, which is Kimberly Page. She makes an appearance in this match as well. Booty Babe. I got Booty Woman. Okay. <laughs> booty Babe. Nice lady. Uh, booty call. That's what... Uh, I, <laughs> lady. Um, and, of course, you know he's going to go after Jimmy Hart because at least he could do something to him, and that's the manager that turns on him. And then uh, I actually wrote right here, I miss managers like Jimmy Hart. It just just an antagonist. He was so good. And then the giant comes out, choke slams Hogan, and Hogan 
fucking no sells. Go Hogan. And Hogan goes so apeshit that the guy who touches him on the shoulder to come in for an interview, which, by the way, it already seemed weird. I go, why is why is Mean Gene trying to enter the ring right now? Yeah, right. Like, Hogan is really amped up, swinging his arms. Like, he never comes in this early. It was the first thought in my head. Touches Hogan. Hogan picks him up like he's going to body slam him. And I go, holy shit. I didn't remember this, man. I did not see this. I never watched that segment before. Um, it's me. It's me. It's me, Hogan. That was amazing. So uh, that was his little interview there. That was that was great. That was a good little uh, segment. I, Hogan, curtain jerking on Nitro. Yeah, How about Hogan that? puts on two of the worst figure fours I've ever seen in this match. And yeah. uh, no sold everything. So, yeah, like you said, go yep. Hogan. So it was a Hogan yeah. match. But you know what? That's not even the worst part of Nitro to me. Mongo and his dog. Aye. Jesus. I know. But I guess it's 2020 or 2021's X-Pac and his dog. <laughs> I mean, X-Pac wears, like, the little daddy carrier thing around his chest. He got inducted into the Hall of Fame, I'm pretty sure, with a, a dog wrapped around him on one of them. Oh, yeah, congrats. Two-time Hall of Famer. <laughs> that, if that doesn't get you some X-Pac. Hey, I was going to say, if you have heat named um, after him, you can pull that off. Hey, yeah. But we have an Anything Goes Falls Count Anywhere tag team match between Nasty Boys and Public Enemy. Stiff and crazy. That's what I wrote. Stiff you and crazy. You want to know what I wrote? And nasty boys go over. <laughs> yeah, what'd you write? Garbage match, both literally and figuratively. That's funny. Uh, and it was. I mean, it was just it was just grabbing every weapon, hitting each other over and over and over and over. Uh, Heenan, Heenan had the line <laughs> of the night here. I call the nasty boys stupid, but I don't want to offend stupid people. <laughs> God damn! I miss Heenan on I commentary. Mean, man, uh, the next match. Uh, I I really want to talk a lot about this because this one kind of grinded my gears because I don't remember this. Uh, so Macho Man's in this feud with Rick. Yeah, same here. Yeah, Macho Man's in a feud with Rick Flair at this. I I don't remember any of this yeah. either. So I. I... I'm with you. So on it. Go Macho ahead. Man's in a feud with Flair. Uh, Liz has turned on Macho, has his credit card, spending his money, and Flair's basically using her to get to Macho Man. And Macho Man's like full on Madman Brian Pillman level of shit. Psycho. All right. Uh, but he took on the Earl Robert Eaton with Jeeves. The hilarious thing about this match, aka Bobby, Bobby Eaton. Eaton. Yeah. Who I said, who I've yeah. said before, is like one of the first names I remember when it comes to professional wrestling. Commentary is talking. When it came out and it said Earl Robert, I go, when the fuck did exactly. his name become Earl? <laughs> so the fucked up thing about this is the whole time the commentary is talking about Eaton's veteran status, but they're still playing yep. kayfabe that he's actually British and an Earl. It's just that says a lot about. WCW storytelling and booking at that mm -hmm. time. Let's not forget. I'm pretty sure like, didn't, you know, we make fun of Ray Mysterio getting thrown off a building. Wasn't giant thrown off a building at some point. Yeah. Too? He came back. Uh, he you know came what I mean? Like, like by Hogan. That's my point. <laughs> so believe me, we could talk about his veteran status and also he's Earl. Um, my favorite part was, 
after the match is over, he wants to Savage wants to keep delivering elbows, and all these other wrestlers and referees and everybody are in the ring like, no, 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 don't do it. And he does it, just dives over him, and everybody parts the seas, and he lands right on there. I go, oh, my God, A, I missed those elbows from him. Fuck Nobody yeah. delivered nope. better, of course. Everyone knows that. But B, every time I've seen it, too, when someone's on the top rope and people stand in front and go, don't, 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 and they get down, I always go, why? You had the upper hand. Jump. <laughs> Fuck him. You know what I mean? Like, and he did it, and I go, good for you. I love that. That was a great segment. Yeah, Alex Wright and Jim Dugan among the people that came out to restrain him, and they end up handcuffing him and taking him out. For his own good. But then, can we talk about what is promoted next, please? <laughs> if you listen to season two, you know we bring you good wrestling. We bring you good flicks. Actually, one of them is a part of our intro. Bot weapon! <laughs> it's a, that's right, the great white hype. I am watching Nitro and Eric Bischoff while they're showing you like five banners of the great white hype is promoting it. And I go, God damn, it was meant to Absolutely. be. And you didn't even know that before we even no started doing Monday Night Wars. Man. I popped like a motherfucker. I wrote it in my notes, that's for sure. One thing I want to say about the match that's coming up here, it's funny because when we talked about Raw, we had a match that would be repeated the following week. This match is a match that is repeated the following week. Um, so I guess both shows yep. were on the same page. We have Sting and Luger against Flair and the Giant. Uh, at this point, Sting and Luger are tag champs, uh, and Luger's also the TV champ. Flair is the world champ. Um, they're teasing this. Uh, it was, oh, my God, McMichael pissed me off so much. So let me ask you, like, so if, if they uh, lose the titles, what do they have left? <laughs> and, he go, and they go, well, Luger would have the television title. And I go, did he really just fucking ask that question? I'm like, are you? Okay. Well, if you want to make. But I wrote this, man. Woman and Liz at ringside. Absolutely stunning. Woman. And she's going to come into this in, in a minute, man. She. Stunning, man. Like she was. She was the. Everyone. Yeah, man. I don't know. Like it, all the girls who say I want to be a wrestler. I watch Trish and, you know, girls nowadays will say Charlotte. Anybody who. Our age, who wanted to get into it, the woman was the pinnacle, man, in WCW. She was it. Seeing her brought back just so many awesome memories of seeing her there. And I go, she was a great fucking manager, man, because she had that stone-cold bitch-looking stare. She was awesome at being a manager. Just that's what I, I wrote in here. And, you know, of course, um, yeah, go ahead. I'll let you finish the rest of that, of what happened so, in this match. Well Got weird. Got wonky. <laughs> got a little excited there. So it, it's funny because you mentioned Mongo. I thought you were going somewhere else. Uh, Flair on his entrance. Uh, they, oh, that uh, approaches too. Approaches Mongo's wife, and Mongo just acts like a bitch about it. Like, you think Mongo would get pissed off and be yeah. like, get the fuck away from my wife? No, he's like, eh, whatever. What? Okay. All right, then. Uh, Stings. Uh, uh, Did he know that he was going to be getting a divorce soon and she was going to be going yeah. to Steve Austin? <laughs> Um, but what I like is that Flair gets pissed off and chops his own partner, yes. oh, the giant. My God, it's so awesome. So they tease that the match is pretty much over, and they go to the back for commercial break. They come back from break. Nope, they're back. They're there. 
They worked it out. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I was like, well, well that's kind of a cool tease, though. I think that's a cool way to go to break. You're like, what's going to happen? Also, they come back. You're like, oh, they worked it out. All right. Oh, well, weird, but I'll take it. Definitely weird. It was great, yeah, because Flair gets pressed, slammed outside of the ring twice. Giant catches him both times. Rolls him back into the ring. Flair gets pissed off and chops him. Flair gets into it with the ref, starts shoving him around and gets shoved back a couple times. Yep. Um, ends up with uh, Giant really doesn't do much uh, in this match, but Flair's healing it up good. Woman throws coffee at Luger, uh, but Luger ducks and it hits Sting, so they start teasing that dissension right there. Um, and then the Giant takes out Sting and Luger, uh, and Flair keeps pinning him and calling for a count, even though the match is over. Because it was a dis- because of the disqualification, so Flair keeps pinning him even though the match is over. Um, yeah, man, uh, uh, Sting's hair is in crow mode at this point. No more bleach blonde. No more uh, crew cut. So I remember as the Monday Night Wars got started, that's what happened. His hair he went black, and he was. Uh, I remember they were teasing that dissension between him and Luger. And then when the NWO comes in and it's the who's the third man, that him and Luger really have their dissension. That's the reason he heads into Crotum. Crotum. Is that a word? Crotum. Crotum. <laughs> it is Crotum. now. It's like a dummy wound. You, 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 it's like a dumb dumb wound. It's a dumb dumb wound. Yeah. It's a dumb dumb Okay, 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 okay. I'm dying. I swear I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm, I'm, why am I cold? Because you're on the ice. You're on the ice. <laughs> ooh, ooh, Riggs, Murta, I got him. <laughs> I like when he goes. All right, we should spread out. You know, kind of really look at. All right, well, we're doing we're doing official police business here, everybody. He's, I fucking love him. Joe Pesci's great. Hint number two. All right. I got his. Wait, are you wearing a girdle? Is that Trisha's girdle? <laughs> it's a man's girdle. They make girdles for men now? Yeah, they make girdles for men. <laughs> oh, man. So, I would say, overall, who do you think had a better show? Nitro or uh, Raw? Oh, oh, hang on. Hang on. Got one more note for Nitro. Before they go off the air, Eric Bischoff <laughs> handcuffs Bobby Heenan. <laughs> That's what I've got written. Tricks him into putting him on, and then he has to, It was funny watching him try to like get him off and everything. It was fucking love people fucking yep. with Heenan. The weasel, man. It was it was good shit. I love that. Uh, who do you think had a better show, Raw or Nitro? Uh, I feel like I got to go with Raw on this one. Listen, Mero uh, versus Sable. Or Mero versus Sable. Uh, Mero versus Leaf Cassidy isn't a barn burner by any means. That would come down in about a right. year or two. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, you know, but it was a solid match. She would uh, win. In we, court. We got, we got to see Stone Cold Steve Austin. You're, you're hyping HBK versus Diesel. Uh, you're getting, uh, you know, Vader starting to break out. And the Vega gold dust, dusty finish, that's that's memorable. You know, that's all good stuff. The stuff with Luger and Sting and the Giant and Flair, ultimately, while it's good nostalgia, it was bullshit. And there was no reason for them to do that two weeks in a row. Macho Man destroying, uh, you know, Earl Robert Eaton was great. Um, but other than that, it, it was, you know. It's, you know, your your typical mid-90s WCW booking with Hogan. It's funny you say that. Going over and everybody else being yeah, meh. Pretty much. And it's funny, though, because I wanted to say Nitro was the better show. You know, I'm like, it looks like it was the better show. 
but it was the nostalgia. You're right. I'm like, you just haven't watched this shit in a while, man. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Exactly. Really dial back and say, what was the better show for a minute here? Because I'm I'm known to do that, right? You fall into nostalgia. You're like, that just seems like it's a much better show. It wasn't. Um, it was just good to see some of those people. The biggest highlight for me, honestly, I swear, was just seeing a woman. Like I said, I thought it was great to see her as a uh, as a manager. You got heel Liz going on yep. right now, spending machos money. Um, it's that's a weird fucking storyline, but things should get better. We hope soon. We know we're like you said, we're building towards bitter friends, better enemies, uh, which is gonna be Vader, Razor, Sean, and Diesel. Should be fun. Oh wait, and Goldust and Ultimate Warrior. So even though Goldust is, oh wait, huh? Does Savio get the title? Well, we got. We got let's we'll, we'll find out. out. This week. Huh. Hey, well, everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Top of Wrestling podcast. It was another fun day for us. Next week, when we come back, we're bringing back top topic. Next week's top topic: the top. 25 heel turns of all time. Number 1 through 15 are all big show. (laughs) I'd say you ruined the joke, but you know we're going to make that joke probably about 50 times during the episode, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Coming in at number 7, big show. (laughs) No, no. Number number 7, big show, June 19th, 1999. Number 6, Big Show, June 11th, 1999. <laughs> 1999. <laughs> it's, it's funny, but it's, it's true. Well, we really appreciate you guys listening to the Top of Wrestling Podcast. And as you know, again, with the good flicks, good wrestling, we also try to bring you, as you hear in our intro, you are our... our uh, impersonator on the show you are the guy that gives us a good movie quote from what we've been talking about today and we're, you're gonna do it in the form of a wrestler funny story after we got off the air last week we chatted about this and he said man i don't know man i i think uh we we got to get real because i can't just do just anybody and you said i'm gonna give you a list i haven't opened that list man <laughs> I swear to God, this is real shoot. Haven't opened the list, so we're just going to hope for the best right here. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much. Join us next week, and we're going to be leaving you, or ODM is going to leave you with uh, a little movie quote in the form of the Ultimate Warrior. want to go out and buy rubbers right now. The Top of Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by The Top of Wrestling Podcast. Your hosts are the Professor Mark Fantasia 
and ODM Joe Rizzo, with special weekly segments by Nightwing the Analyst Rashawn Hilton. Without your continued support, it would just be some guys talking wrestling. Feel free to interact with the show on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and by email at thetopwrestling at gmail.com.